Congratulations to one LeBron James surpassing Kareem Abdul-Jabbar on the all-time scoring list literally minutes ago. Give love to LeBron for making it happen. Cap and that's Okay. It ain't that serious, Andy. Jesus. Even though he came right out of high school, we ain't gonna get into that. And Kareem played four years of college, we ain't gonna get into that either. However, shouts out to LBJ. Okay. We also finally get to have the conversation that you've all been clamoring for ever since Sunday night. Our collective assessment of the 65th annual Grammy Awards. Okay, I give. Okay, y'all been begging for this. Okay, but there was far more to the celebration the other night than you might think. Let me explain. Yes, the CEO of the Recording Academy, Harvey Mason Jr., has to be thrilled with not only what he witnessed on stage at the Sunday Night Telecast, but also what he witnessed from the return analytics he received from the tried-and-true sources these media conglomerates have relied upon for generations. As many of you probably already know, most awards telecasts have been on a tumultuous ratings journey over the last few years. Some are starting to question whether we even need them at all anymore. This year's Golden Globes ratings were down more than 26% from the last show they held back in 2021 after its racial controversy the year prior. Its lowest rating ever. ABC's presentation of the American Music Awards back in November averaged just 3.3 million total viewers and a 0.6 demo rating, down sharply from 2021 to also mark an all-time low for the telecast. And last year's Oscars were on a pretty good slide, that is. Until Will Smith became a likely winner for Best Actor in the phenomenal film King Richard when we started, started paying attention once again to the Academy Awards, and unfortunately for Will, <laughs> six million more people were watching than the year prior, watching to see Will finally get his just due. And we know how that went, don't we? He instead got his comeuppance. But the Grammy telecast on Sunday night once again proved that when we black people are a part of the process, we are an instant boom to your ratings. The 65th Annual Grammy Awards brought in an estimated 12.4 million in total viewers, according to Nielsen's Time Zone Adjusted Fast National Ratings, making it the most viewed show of the night and the largest audience for the ceremony since 2020. That's up 30% from last year's show, which drew in approximately 9.6 total viewers after live and same-day tallies came in later in the week. Broadcasting live on CBS and streamed on Paramount+, Plus. the show's live streaming figures also were up 33% from last year, breaking its previous record of the largest live streaming audience in history across Paramount+, Plus and other CBS platforms. Which is exactly why they made Trevor Noah the host of the show again and why they highlighted the 50th anniversary of hip-hop with a mediocre cavalcade of legendary MCs who deserves a better presentation for the occasion. It was also why they allowed the grand finale to be DJ Khaled and the artist from his Grammy-nominated God Did, with Jay-Z once again proving why he just might be the greatest rapper of all time. And they also made sure to still dang that elusive carrot in front of Beyonce with her and her fan base still holding on to the hopes of her one day receiving the coveted best album of the year. And this year, instead of Adele slapping her in the face, the spoils belong to Harry Styles. Beyonce, listen, don't you ever for a second get to thinking that you're irreplaceable.
but I digress. But as you might imagine, the Twitter sphere was on nuclear fire throughout the entire broadcast on Sunday night. From the onset, black Twitter was laser focused on the absence of Jay-Z and Beyonce at the early stages of the broadcast. And Twitter as a whole was eagerly anticipating whether opening act Bad Bunny would kiss a grown man in the mouth live on stage again. But the conservatives were going crazy. Republicans were losing their minds. Trump supporters were threatening boycotts and mutiny in real time. And ye of Christian faith were really at odds after viewing what they believed to be a pretty demonic broadcast. Their words, just like this troubled Latina said on TikTok. Listen. I mean, there's a bunch of blasphemy towards God on a daily, unfortunately. But I mean... Everyone, anyone with spiritual discernment can see everybody on that carpet of the Grammys, especially Black China and Sam Smith and his whole crew, needless to say, looked absolutely demon possessed and looked like walking demons, right? Wow. But shame on Maverick City. Shame on Aventer Gray. I didn't even know this. Um, Marcus Rogers had posted, I think, like a video um, or like a clip or something on Instagram. I don't know if he did it on TikTok, but I saw it on Instagram. And there was a picture on there that had Aventer Gray, John Gray's wife, pastor, very well-known pastor, has an, an ankh or something it's called. It's literally like the symbol of the Egyptian goddess worship on her chest. But this is a pastor's wife to the masses of that represents Christianity. And then if that wasn't enough, she posts a praise and worship post on Instagram for Beyonce and says, we love you. You deserve this. Both of them look demonic in that picture. Oh Anyone with spiritual eyes of discernment can see it. it's in the eyes. The eyes are the windows of the soul. All I can say is, and when I look into people's eyes, I see what I see. So how can people not see what they see in that? Like, when is someone really going to stop and say, this has to stop? And I know that we can only do so much, right? And I see this bunch of blasphemy all the time but god has really put it on my spirit to speak on it aventure gray shame on you mavic city shame on you because if you how how where god dwells the devil cannot dwell so how are you going to be in the same congregation the same seating when a satanic ritual just happened on stage performed by Sam Smith and everybody else and you're sitting there not feeling convicted not feeling disturbed in your spirit and, and they're wearing all red. And then Chandler Moore has the audacity to wear all red. And if you know, you know all about the symbolism and all that and what they do. I mean, I can go on and on and on about this. But it's getting real, you guys. Even realer. Even realer. Like, Christians, wake up. Christians, wake up. Which is exactly where the topic of conversation is going tonight. I want to preface this discourse tonight with another Danny Mo Show disclaimer. I've been called a cowardly Christian by one of our most faithful listeners in the past simply because I choose to call myself a sinful man under perpetual spiritual construction. Rather than owning my chosen faith and love for my Lord and Savior Jesus Christ out loud and branding myself a full-on Christian, I just feel I got to rebuke those remarks, man. 
Even though my relationship with God is in the best position it's been in in more than 20 years, and my commitment to my creator has obviously been advantageous to my life, my family, and my career, but I am in no way worthy of referencing myself using the name of my personal Lord and Savior when I am far from the man that he has demanded that I be. But I swear that I'm getting better. And if God is hearing me right now, please understand that I am far better than the man I used to be. You already know. And I promise that if you continue to ride with me, I will eventually reach the table that you have prepared for me in the presence of mine enemies. In Jesus' name I pray. Amen. So I would be remiss if I sat on this microphone tonight and told you that this year's Grammy Awards didn't toe the line of decency for me and in some cases overstepped the bounds entirely. And if my estimations are in fact accurate, I believe that you come to this show every night because I'm a radio host that will deliver my content with unbridled clarity and honesty. And my racial heritage and my faith in God were at odds on Sunday night and I believe yours were too. I do. Because first were the sounds of blackness that night. The old Afrocentric adage that has long stated the black of the berry, the sweet of the juice, right? But a new 21st century adage should be crafted stating the black of the content, the better the show produced. I love seeing Queen Viola Davis achieving EGOT status by joining the list of stars who've achieved Hollywood's highest honor, winning an Emmy, a Grammy, an Oscar, and a Tony. They say she's the black Meryl Streep, but they must have forgot that Meryl ain't got no EGOT. I also love seeing Dr. Dre become immortalized with an award renamed in his honor, the Dr. Dre Global Impact Award. And let's not forget about Steve Lacey, shout out to Robin for bringing him to our attention, linking up with Thundercat for his Bad Habits performance, which I still don't understand now. Lizzo's Caucasian-friendly performance of About Damn Time and Special. Dudes. Quavo taking a moment to step away from beating up Offset backstage to perform his haunting tribute record without you as Takeoff's chain hung from the empty mic stand on stage. Mary J. Blige singing about self-love with her highly underrated song, Good Morning Gorgeous, and the incomparable Stevie Wonders tribute to Motown with one more Boys to Men's, Wanye Morris's quartet of singing sons. For the temptations, the way you do the things you do. And Smokey Robinson stepping out on stage to duet with his co-composition with Stevie, Tears of a Clown. It was absolute fire. For those that missed it, here's a taste. Listen. Still the still golden-throated Smokey Robinson with the still golden-throated Stevie Wonder. What a golden moment, huh? But there was also the sounds of the arguably iniquitous. The first country performer of the night, Brandi Carlisle, was introduced by her wife and two daughters. The first trans artist to win a Grammy, Kim Petrie, was on stage with Sam Smith, whose collaborative performance found butterball turkey-looking non-binary Sam Smith in a satanic red latex suit with devil horns and all. Harry Styles, the eventual album of the year winner, was there wearing a sequin blouse and has fast become a sex symbol to women and men all over the world. 
And I saw more plastic surgery on the bodies of this year's celebrities more than any Grammy Awards prior, with most of it being in Madonna's cheekbones. But I digress. What the hell's going on with Madonna, by the way? And therein lies the problem. What is a black progressive man of faith supposed to do in these situations? Do I champion the societal progress of African-American entertainers while serving the author and finisher of my faith undercover? Can I vibe to the lyrics of Jay-Z's God Did performance while he was obviously mimicking Jesus at the Last Supper? Can I celebrate Sam Smith embracing black soul music and overlook his blatant images of homosexuality, the devil, and sex? And can I cheer at the lyrics of Nas Escobar and still cheer for little Nas X? In conclusion, I don't want you all thinking that I'm some holier-than-thou guy on this entire subject. Come on now. I will always support people who love to do the things that they wish to do. I will always fight for people to express themselves freely and without censorship. But I have to continuously ask myself when watching these award shows, watching these celebrities do what they do. At the end of the night, what would Jesus do? But that's just me. Tell me what you think, L.A. Who out there can agree with me? Probably none of y'all. Y'all gonna leave me out here by myself tonight. Robin, I already know Robin is. And I already know Imraj is like clipping his fingernails, ready to burn up the phones in minutes here. I already understand. But did this year's Grammy seem more evil, more satanic than years prior? Are we gonna be honest? Huh? Have we started escalating even further down that downward spiral we talk about on this show all the time, huh? Yeah, it's great that progressivism is winning the culture wars and expression is now becoming universally accepted. However, but at what cost? Where's your line? Where should our line be? As African-Americans and also as Christians. I'm listening. Holla at your boy. Your voice has changed. Your voice is the community. Your voice is on. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. You can also stream us via the brand new KBLA streaming app on your app store. iOS or Android. It don't matter. That same app allows you to send me your questions and comments that I will answer live at different intervals throughout the broadcast. Plus, like, share, and follow your favorite radio station live on our socials. Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter at KBLA1580. Feel free to follow me at Danny Mo Show on those same platforms too. Plus, me and my nighttime partner in crime, Robin Ayers, will take your comments via the ecosystem of our social network. Check this out when we come forward. I will add another seven series to add to the topic of conversation tonight. Look, it's a tough balance, man. I do it all day, every day. It's tough out here. Being a God-fearing man and a black progressive calls for one to have to make compromises on both sides. But is that balance even possible? Or must one suffer so that the other can thrive? So my seven series tonight is really simple. Seven questions God-fearing progressives have to ask themselves. I look, I love God. I love God. I do. But I love progress too. Can we have both? I don't know. Let's talk about it. Add to the conversation with your phone calls when we come forward. Welcome to the Danny Morrison Show on Unapologetically Progressive KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Let's ride. From Bakersfield to Los Angeles. Like George and Wheezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. 
Real talk, real time, the gospel, the gospel truth. truth. You're listening to the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580. Uh, before I get started here, I want to read uh, a DM I literally just received from a beautiful queen named Lala. And she said, wow, you really stepped up your game tonight. I'm proud of you, kiddo. Please continue to let God lead you. Just remember, you can exist in this world without being of the world. I knew you had it in you. You're truly helping more people than you know. Look, I, I appreciate that. And just to let you guys know, I'll pull back the curtain a little bit. I get messages all the time from Christians, fellow Christians, if you will. They don't think that I am, I don't say it with my chest. Mm. I, don't, I don't lead with my chest when it comes to my faith in Jesus Christ, you know. Even though I've said multiple times on this show what my, my, my belief system consists of. Mm-hmm. There's a number of people out there that don't think I say it enough. So tonight, I'm assuming Lala thinks that I finally broke through in a way that she approves but hmm. do we not talk about it all the time? All the time. That's why I'm pretty confused because, <gasps> yeah, I don't know. I'm not sure. I don't know. Maybe, maybe just within your monologue, she feels that. The I mean, it kind of, yeah, maybe it, maybe it hit home for her. But yeah, you, you definitely, uh, especially you, you know, you talk about it all the time. All the time. Mm-hmm. But thank you, Lala. I appreciate the props. Yeah. But apparently, you ain't be listening. Uh, but uh, here's what I know. Broadcast live from Amert Park, California, streaming live on the KBLA YouTube page as we speak. I'm not here to tell you how to think, but I am here to tell you what to think about. We black in a spot. Another episode of the Danny Morrison Show, KBLA Talk 1580. First on the scene, so fresh and so clean. Let's check in with the Easy E t shirt wearing queen. <laughs> Hit it, Andy. Let's go. Come on. Let's go. Is your Boys in the hood are always talk. Come talking to trash. We'll pull your car. Knowing nothing in life. Just to be legit. legit. Don't, Don't quote me, boy, because I said nothing. I'm not going to do your shift. Mm-mm-mm. Is that what he says? That's a remix. <laughs> <laughs> those, those radio versions of them West Coast songs. Oh, oh, my God. They're so funny. I laugh at them all the time. Have you ever heard the radio edit of Ain't No Fun if the homies get, oh, my God. Yeah. that No, but the, <laughs> there's one that uh, my kids and I, we laugh at. Um, J-Rock win. Oh, I haven't heard the that. radio version of that is hilarious. <laughs> like, it's actually funny. We laugh at it. It's really funny. It's like, don't even play it on the radio. Yeah, let's not do that. How you doing tonight? I'm pretty good. I feel good. You look good. Thank you. Where you get the shirt? Much. I want you coming in. You're just showing off because you had on a plaid shirt. Well, who was on the back? Oh, that was Naughty by Nature. Yeah, Naughty by Nature. And now you got Easy E. Yeah, Easy E. Shout out. This is, well, this is the uh, Fashion Nova. Mm. I, I love graphic tees anyway. Right. Um, but, you know, this Easy E is kind of nice, though. It's bomb. Thank you. Y'all go to YouTube and check that out for sure. It is a fire, fire t shirt. I try to wear graphic tees. You saw the one that I had on the other night, my, mm. Bob Marley. I watched it one time. One time. <laughs> you sure about Cold that? Cold water. <laughs> And now, boom, half top, boom, nipples, right? Bob Marley's like, Danny, <laughs> Danny. <laughs> Andy, what's up, man? Speaking of Easy E, yeah. top 10. Oh my God, Easy's not going to be on the list. Holy crap. Wow. Easy E is not going to be on the list. No, he's not. I. Which, by the way, we're going to talk about that tomorrow night. They got the top 10 dropping. Tomorrow, <laughs> tonight. Tomorrow. Tonight. At a midnight tonight, I'm assuming. Yeah. <sighs> Okay. We know who the top 10 are. Yeah, but how are they ranked? Andy might be right. Is it possible Nikki ain't in there? And Easy is. It's, I don't, I don't is think, possible. I don't know if Easy is going to be on that. Is list. it possible Nikki's not on the list? I don't think so. I mean, anything is possible. Anything is possible. I'll start with that. I just don't think that she's not going to make it on the list. For mm. them for them to have 
Okay, keep this in mind. If it's not Nikki, who is it going to be? You mean to tell me they would have a top 10 with no ladies on there? Yeah. With not one female on there? Yes. Okay, all hell will break loose. And we know that because we know that there are some certified amazing uh, lady rappers. But Latifah's in there. Nah, top 10. Top 10. Top 10. This is going to be a little controversial. You can make the case that a woman doesn't belong in that top ten. You can't. Don't. don't let's not. No. Nope, nope, nope. Can I not make the case? Nope. You cannot make that case. I, could I not make the case that nope. Nicki Minaj is not part of the 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 the, 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 the foundational construction of hip hop? I am willing to bet money that Nicki Minaj is in that top ten. I'm willing to bet let's money. Bet. Let's bet something. All right. Let's bet. Let's bet a C four that y'all don't see. Let's bet. <laughs> And and he heard me open it earlier. He was like, because it was like, (laughs) he said, there better not be no C4. I'm like, Dad, I'm sorry, Dad. Is that you, Jesus? Oh, Dad. Hey, man, y'all better kiss my behind tonight. But it's possible. Andy might be right. I love Nikki. But for her to be top 10 and then be over... Uh, 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 Karis one and Big Daddy King. But let's just take the the female MCs that's already on the list mm. to say that she's above Lauren Hill. You know what's scary is Nikki. If Nikki is not in the top ten, that means that Missy Elliott is the best female rapper of all time. Okay, because she was the the most recent. <laughs> we can't have that. Um, I'm I'm just telling you like this because we've already kind of uh sort of broken down under our own terms. Um. What makes someone qualified to be on this list in the first place? Mm. We talked about, um, obviously, Nicki Minaj is a great rapper, period. I'm not going to have, I'm not going to debate anybody on that. She is. That's a a fact. You ain't going to hear no qualms from me. So she's a great rapper. She is, um, she's great with style. She has sold out. I mean, she is, has she hit the billions of streams? I'm sure she has. Okay, or or if she hasn't just streams alone, obviously it's going to be sales and streams yeah. for sure. She's hit that billion mark. Mm-hmm. Um, impact, cultural impact. I mean, the very she's definition. She literally has it all. And and if if she is sort of um, in this conglomerate of of um, young money, and she can hold her own with all of these men. She's done it before. So, I mean, she, we, we, are, we already know and we're already comfortable with her being amongst these men and then really holding her own. Mm-hmm. So, to put her in that, to not put her in that top 10 list is, I, I literally, I try to track down whoever was on this, <laughs> on this voting panel because I, to me, that can't be. To me. Now, we could have argued before we got through maybe up to, up until like top 30 or something. We could have argued who was it going to be. Yeah. We could have done that. I don't think we would have said Nikki would have been in the no, top 10. No, I would have. Yeah. I would have. I would have. Hmm. That's what I'm, I'm literally willing to. I'm willing to put something on it. We got to bet something. Before the end of the night, let's put something together. I'm, I will be shocked if Nikki doesn't make top 10. Andy, you stand by your word. No Nikki? Top 10? Not on the list? That's not possible. I can see her being on the list. Top 10? I'm just saying I can see based off of, you know, what we've seen so far. I can see how she could be yeah. top 10. But I just, just don't like, think she deserves it. I don't like the word deserve, but. I think the argument is, uh, and we're up against it. I think the argument is if you take Nikki out of the entire race, she never even gets in hip hop. It's not possible. Nothing changes. You could give all of the credit you're giving to Nikki to Lil' Kim. Is that fair? 
I'm just saying. 1-800-920-1580. 1-800-920-1580. When we come forward, we get back to getting serious. We're talking about black progressives versus Christianity tonight. It's an internal struggle I'm dealing with right now. Danny Morrison Show, KBLA Talk 1580 News and Traffic. Stay there. Nighttime is the right time for Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. 1580. So we just had a conversation off mic, by the way. (laughs) And we were saying that, I won't say who said it, but it rhymes with Andy. (laughs) (laughs) What more do you want from me? He says it's been a conspiracy brewing on these award shows for years. And he says if you just look closely, a lot of artists have been pushing the God narrative in an effort to kind of put them on the same level as God, I guess. Mm. I'm, I don't want to put words in your mouth, Andy. Maybe you can come in here and clarify what you said, but how 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 uh, Jay-Z is calling himself Jehovah and, and Kanye is calling himself Jesus and all of that, mm-hmm. which is blasphemy uh, in every single form. But uh, what were you telling me in, in the break? I just think that, you know, I know there's a lot of hoopla over uh, Sam Smith's performance, but if you watch award shows from way back to the 80s until now. It doesn't matter which one it 80s, is. 80s, I don't know about that. 90s. Uh, go, go, go back and watch some of Madonna's performances. Okay. Yeah. The, just, there's just a lot of symbolism that that that, that, that lends towards spirituality, whether, whether it's good or evil. Like and, a virgin. And I just think that, you know, there are influences that you just don't see. Like, in your subconscious, as you're watching this, you don't you don't know what it's doing to you. But the point that the point that Robin was making, and, and I got the same question that I want for you is, what do you think the end goal is? What do you think they're trying to do when they put that those images out there and sing those lyrics? <sighs> Are they trying to say that they're on the same level? Nah, honestly, man. On a, on an extreme perspective, I just think the world that we live in is 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 inherently evil. Well, yeah, that's no doubt. So when we're talking about uh, uh, when they say being being in this world but not of the world, it's serious. So you're gonna get put. The devil's gonna come into your face in all aspects, if that makes sense. And music being uh, what was it, Lucifer's yeah. uh, number one thing, mm-hmm. and and how how influential music is already. Mm-hmm. How how it makes you feel, whether it's R and B. You know, when you want to get in the mood, what you gonna you gonna turn on some R and B. For those who want to commit some crimes, you're probably gonna play in. You're gonna play some, some, something hard. Yeah. And uh, I just think that there's some spiritual influences in our music. Okay. Robin, let me touch on this for a quick second. Please do, because I'm I'm confused. Genesis one twenty six. You breaking out the <laughs> verse? Go ahead, then, Queen. <laughs> Woo, we preach it tonight. Genesis one twenty six through twenty eight says. Um, announces that human beings are made in the image of God. Then God said, let us make man in our image according to our likeness and let them rule over the fish of the sea and over the birds of the sky and over the cattle and all of the earth. Okay, here's the thing. And here's the conversation that I've had or listened to where people have, they have their own take on this particular scripture. 
YouTube and anybody else, don't come for me. I'm just telling you what this conversation is like. Send all emails. And what I actually, what I actually understand this, this scripture to be. When God said we are making basically human beings in our own likeness, that means of me, of God, being able to speak and it is done, being able to have that same power, the same force that I am, because you're my child, you are you are born of that same uh, power, that same gift, and I'm giving you rulership, right? I'm I'm telling you to 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 go rule over the over the earth and have dominion. So if that's what we or some people believe, then they're saying I am pretty much born of God. Then I am God. I am a God, not God Himself. You know, um, omnipresent. Uh, not not that God, but born of God, meaning that I have the same power. So similarly, I've used the examples of my children. My children are born of me. They have my blood. They have the same the same power that I do. The house that, that we live in, you don't need to ask me to, to ha- you have a key to the house. It is your house. You mm-hmm. go reign in the house as you wish. You go open up the refrigerator. You can uh, turn loiters away, <laughs> you know, solicitors. You can do all of that because this too is your house because you are simply born of me. Mm-hmm. You have my same last name. I want you to walk with that same authority. So it's a similar type of thing. And I think if anything, that could be a perspective of maybe why they feel you you hear people in New York they'd be like what's up god like what up god like you know they they call each other god right. because they they're with the with the little a uh, little g right. by the way um because that's how a lot of them see see themselves I kind of can get down with that I can't get down with Jay-Z and the mother rapper sitting at the Lord's supper table the other night though mm-hmm. explain that part then I don't know. You're mimicking Jesus Christ and his disciples in that. Yeah. Uh, why? Andy. Why? I'm going to say, like, to Robin's point, why not mimic that? Though? Oh, come on. Not, not to be disrespectful. Send all emails. But I'm just saying. You, what do you mean, why not mimic that? What do you mean by I'm that? I'm just saying, as opposed to maybe mimicking something that's negative. Come on now. That's straight up blasphemy to try to act like you are Jesus. I can get down with your definition, though. Mm. I think that's what Jesus wants. He wants you to be in his likeness, act like him, try to mimic him the best you can. Mm-hmm. That's blasphemy what they did at that table, though. That's different, at least for me as a black progressive Christian, like I said. And what, yes, Lala, I just called myself a Christian, Lord. What exactly does God say in the Bible is blasphemous? What does God call blasphemy? Mm, well, you're not supposed to use the Lord's name in vain. I don't know what verse that is, but okay. I'm pretty sure somebody will check us right now. But I'm, I'm pretty sure that's a part of the equation. Okay. Yeah. I'm just the reason I'm asking because I, I'm wondering to to Andy's point, is that blasphemous? Like, is it blasphemy to, um, to portray the Last Supper as though you are um, sort of um, a, a recreation, you know, of God or you know the disciples or you know, um, I don't know. Are you guys sitting know. here with a straight face telling me that if I came in here? With a with a crown of thorns on top of my head, it wouldn't be blasphemy. So, I mean, are you saying that so Kanye did all of that when he was, you know, so that was blasphemous. Matter of fact, K Dot's album cover. Mm -hmm. (laughs) Mm-hmm. Remember he's sitting on that couch with a crown of thorns? I was Mm -hmm. like, ooh, Kendrick. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. You pushing it, man. 
So blasphemy in a religious sense, I just looked it up, refers to great disrespect shown to God or to something holy or to something said or done that shows the kind of disrespect. Hearsay uh, refers refers a belief or opinion that does not agree with the official belief or opinion of a particular relig- well, there religion. You go. So. But would that be considered disrespecting? For the record, I don't think that we're debating the devilish side, right? We, we can all agree that what mm-hmm. Sam Smith did out there was just way over, stepping the bounds. We're talking about whether or not you can portray yourself as a god. I want right? to make – yeah, right, right. That is that is the question. I do want to talk about that Sam Smith thing for a second. Um, even that is – Do it on the other side. Okay, all right. One eight hundred nine two zero fifteen eighty. One eight hundred nine two zero fifteen eighty. When we come forward, Robin will break it all down. We're trying to figure this thing out. We got phone calls coming in. We will get you guys in here, and still got the seventh series. It's a great discussion. We'll do it all night long. One eight hundred nine two zero fifteen eighty. Danny Mo Show. KBLA. Stay there. From Bakersfield to Los Angeles, like George and Weezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. Real talk, real time, the gospel truth. You're listening to the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580. You know, congratulations to LeBron James breaking the record, but you know what? They lost to the freaking OKC Thunder. Are you kidding me? I don't care, LeBron. I'm sorry, man. I just, I don't care. The Lakers are terrible. You are completely overshadowing. I don't care. Now, I ain't going to lie, the NBA. That's a big deal. What LeBron is experiencing is a huge deal. It is, but come on now. You you lost the game. The Lakers might not make the playoffs, and he broke the record. Congratulations. No, it's literally what Beyonce just went through at the Grammys. Oh, you you literally are the most winningest. That's a great analogy. Yes, person in the history of Grammys, but you didn't get that album of the year. You got to admit. You got all them Grammys. You got thirty-two Grammys. Yeah, but like, and how you do we... never had the best album sure, of the year. Sure, no, we all we could all argue. We're <laughs> going to talk about that a little bit in the in the in the raw report because Jay Z actually ta- talked on it. But yeah, that's what that's doing. It's like you let's not overshadow the hugest, you know, most biggest thing you could accomplish by the fact that you lost the game. Sorry, I'm just <laughs> go ahead, Andy. You were saying it's not the biggest thing to accomplish, but you know. It's always about winning the championship. Thank you. Yes, no, I get that. I'm just talking about that's a that's definitely a huge feat. It is big. It yeah. is big. He's gonna be at the big. press conference, and if I was at the press conference, I was LeBron, I'd say, Yeah, but we lost. Next. I will say this though, Danny. The Lakers are garbage, but I feel like the whole league is garbage right now. All the Lakers need to do is go on a four game winning streak it and we'll true. probably be in like in third place. So. It's true. I think they're three games out of a playoff spot right now bad as they are. Let's go to the phones real fast. Oh, you were going to make a point real quick. Oh, uh, f- f- no, feel free. J-Dub, get J-Dub up in here. Give me your height, your color, and your hood, J-W. Hey, 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 Y'all always catch me off guard. Anyway, I'm Coleman Brown and from South Central. South Central, check it in. Drop that. Come on, let's go. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go ahead real quick. Yeah, I had to agree with Andy in terms of uh, how uh, the Grammys is always pushing this tough influence and Satan is, uh, he's the creator of music and all that in terms of influencing people, and it can motivate you to be uh, have a, me- a negative uh, type of mentality. Okay, wait, wait, but wait, wait, anyway, wait, wait. We, y'all, just we, ta- y'all tossing that out, you're not telling me why. and how, how are they doing it and why? Because we as Christians are in the world and not of it, and then when people are represent themselves in that particular manner, it is like blasphemy, blasphemy, and 
it's 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 the phrase is disrespect because see God uh, demands what you would call reverence, and reverence is what you call a respect as well as a holy fear. And the main point I wanted to make is human beings, while we're in the world system, Satan rules the flesh. But God rules the spirit. Mm. So when you conduct yourself as uh, the young lady stated in uh, Genesis 3, I believe it was, uh, in terms of um, the dominion and how we should uh, characterize ourselves or refer to ourselves in terms of the attributes, but that's in, in a spiritual perspective. It's not in a fleshly or worldly perspective. You're, you're so sounding... Yeah, we, we, we're, we're up against it right now. You're sounding so, similar to Eugenia, who's in my DMs right now. She's saying that, uh, in a number of words here, she's saying that by these artists basically portraying themselves as, as Christians or as Jesus is minimizing Jesus. If, if, the man, well, yeah. if man is on the same level as Jesus, it minimizes his greatness, and that's the reason that they do it, and the devil is at work. Yeah, you can make the case. Yeah, pretty much if you want to paraphrase it. But yeah, but so that, that's my general point that I wanted to put out there because of the fact that, you know, it's a flesh thing and then it's a spiritual thing. So you got to look at it from two different perspectives. I got you covered. Give him call of the night just because. We're going to take some more calls by the end of the night, of course, but I want to give you love. Shouts out to JW. Does that stand for Jehovah's Witness? I'm just asking. I'm just playing. Yeah. <laughs> That was a joke, J. Dove. Got it. Let's jump right into the 7 Series, Andy. Let's go. Come on! One topic, seven answers. Seven answers. It's time for the 7 Series on KBLA Talk 1580. We've got a lot to talk about. Seven questions God-fearing progressives have to ask themselves. For real. Here's one. Are you comfortable watching sexually explicit content on these award shows in 2023? Should art always be allowed full artistic autonomy? Two. Would you let your child participate as a flower girl or a ring bearer in a gay wedding? Would you? I would. You would let your daughters do it? Mm -hmm. Number three. Is there ever a time when lyrics go too far for you? Would you censor your child's music if it took the Lord's name in vain? Would you? If you knew that Mm -hmm. the music was disrespectful or blasphemous. And my child was singing the song? Singing the song, listening to the song, or, or, or both. I don't know. Pass. All right. Number, number four. <laughs> what are we playing? Like, what is this pa- password? What are we doing? The password is coward. <laughs> no plan. Here's number four. If you saw a homeless black person stealing at a local grocery store, would you intervene? And if you failed at intervention, would you turn them in? Probably not. Hmm. Number five, does it concern you that young black people are leaving the black church and society is becoming more sexually progressive and aggressive? Does that concern you? At the same time, they're leaving the church. Society is becoming more sexually aggressive. Yeah. Me too. Number six, should social media apps ever be regulated in any way? Yeah. Yeah, you and I preach about that. And here's number seven, a big one. A recent Pew Research study showed that 74% of black Americans feel that being black is very important to how we think about ourselves when only 15% of white people feel the same way about their color. So I ask you, are you a black Christian or are you a Christian black person? Which one takes precedence in your life? 
I'm, this was trending on Twitter, and I thought yeah. it was really deep because do you lead with your faith or do you lead with your color? Well, you have there. There is no to me. There's no. If I'm quiet and I can't lead with with my faith or my Christianity, you see that I'm black, right? So you have to okay. lead with being black. You, you have got, to. What if you got a cross on your necklace around your neck? Or something? What if you yeah. are? Cool. What, a, what if someone is blind and can't see? Would it or good that's point. not that's actually not a good point because you couldn't see if I'm wearing a cross or if I'm black. So. Send all emails to Robin at smileyaudiomedia.com. What, what if you are standing far away? You can see that I'm black. You may not see my cross. My my point is that you you just you're gonna lead, always lead always with your race gonna, because yeah, you, you always have, a have to lead with that. I don't know. My mom says that they should be able to tell whether or not you're a Christian when you walk into the door. You ain't even got to yeah. say nothing. Well, that's nothing. true. But the one, when you walk into the door, you're going to see a black person first. <laughs> and then and then hopefully even without me speaking with my aura, the way I carry myself, my smile or something like that, you'll be able to see that, uh, you know, you can see my Christianity in me. But yeah, you're going to see you're going to see me being black first. Do you do you. Amongst conversations, amongst your peers. Do you always let it be known that you are of Christian faith? Oh, 100%. Everybody knows that. Me too. 100%. I do that. I don't foresee people. I don't yeah. throw it in people's faces. But when we have conversation, they're going to know, oh, Dan, Danny's definitely a man of faith. Oh, yeah. They'll know. Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know? Yeah. I've had people say to me, you don't cuss, huh? Mm. I notice you don't cuss, huh? I go, no, I don't. Why not? I just don't. Mm. I'm not going to say it's because I'm a, a Christian man. Mm-hmm. I just don't. But yeah, my mother slap you. My mother will pop you in church if you use the word stupid. We couldn't even say stupid when we were a kid. Were y'all, was y'all mama like that? No. Uh-uh. Uh-uh. Not at all. Y'all sound like y'all was just tossing all kind of words out. Huh? I still don't, I still don't, I don't, I don't curse uh, in front of my mom unless like it's, I really don't, but I'm just saying, you know, unless it's something funny or I emphasize something. I mean, we're just good like that though. All right. We couldn't say stupid. Ugly, we couldn't say butt. Like, you, couldn't yo say, booty. you couldn't say liar, huh? Could couldn't you, say liar. Right, you had to say telling tales or telling something. T- tattletale. You tell a story. No, you tell a story. Tell a story. You tell a story. <laughs> I'ma tell mama. You tell a story. <laughs> mama, get out of here right now. Okay. I passed up my mama when I was 13 years old. Mama, get your little self out of here right now. <laughs> News and traffic right now. When we come forward, we got your raw report for the night. Danny Mo Show. Stay there. KBLA 1580 Santa Monica. Uh, that is that Tupac Shakur blast for me. Danny Morrison Show, KBLA Talk 1580, 19. Woo. Woo. That's the Machiavelli album, right? got to be 96. 97. Yeah, 96. Six? Oh, yeah, 97. it came out the same year. He died. Yeah, that's right. Oh. Duh. I'm sorry. I'm sorry, Andy. Andy yelling at me right now. <laughs> By the Tupac ain't got no lyrics. He ain't got no rewindable lyrics. He ain't got no. Who was the, who was the dummy that said that inside our YouTube page that one night? Tupac, he ain't got no rhymes. He ain't got no rewindable lyrics. Shout out to the homie Kwamel. Much love. Kwamel don't know what he talking about, though, when you say that about Tupac. <laughs> Stop it right now, okay? All I know is we let's jump right into the robber part. Let's go. Come on. You ready? It's the queen of royal bad. 
It's time for the Rob Report with Robin A. Highlighting people and things you should know about. From entrepreneurs and entertainers to money and meditation. Robin's got you covered. Get out of here! Follow Robin at Robin Ayers. You're listening to The Raw Report on The Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580. Robin's got a lot to talk about. about. Well, since Danny wants to hate, I'm going (laughs) to... He came right out of high school, Queen. Danny wants to hate on LeBron, I'm just going to give him a little bit more time. Just a little bit. Um, he, obviously, um, because Mimi said she was like, "Oh yeah, he was he was up to uh, surpass Kareem Abdul-Jabbar's thirty-eight thousand three hundred and eighty-seven career points, which is major." Um, and I know you acknowledge that, but for some reason, you are uh, paying more attention to the fact that the Lakers lost tonight against the Oklahoma City Thunder. All, all I'm saying is, shouldn't we at least acknowledge that Kareem did four years of college and was still the all-time leading scorer? Come on now, I mean that. I got to get love to Kareem. I'm giving love to LeBron James, too. No, it does, it a does not. A four-year head start is a lot, like is all I'm saying. Come you know on. What I'm, you know what it seems like? You're you're starting to show a pattern of even when you show someone love, you compare. I mean, obviously, this is sort of a comparison because it's we're talking be. about two two people here. But you, it seems like you can't just dedicate your your love and your focus and attention to that one person while just showing them Love. You mean Rihanna and Beyonce? Yes. Who's going to kill the halftime show on Sunday? Watch. It'll be better than Beyonce. <laughs> yes. See, this is what I don't understand about you. Danny, I don't know why you do this. Watch. Why do you do that? She going to come out and, and Barack Obama going to come out <laughs> with bars. Watch. Okay. I- anywho, anywho. Um, yeah, and, and Stacey says, yeah, and Kareem did it with one three-pointer. Thank you. Okay, so let's Thank not join you. in And on. invented a move, too, by the way. The skyhook was invented by Mr. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, but we won't get into that. But good news for, um, oh, wait, so Terry Terry Tari says, Danny, the next time we would like you to answer all the questions that you gave to Robin. It looks it looks like you are bullying her. Is that why the other Danny left your show? Ooh, who said that? Terry Tari. Who was that? My ex-wife wrote that? Who wrote that? Okay, first of all, we, we were <laughs> we were out of time. And that's the reason we weren't able to go. Uh, we usually, you know, as you know, I usually break each one down. And Robin gives her perspective. I get mine and we go back and forth a little bit. But we were short on time. We took a phone call, JW and everything. Shut your mouth right now. <laughs> we appreciate you, though, Terry. Thank you. I appreciate that. Anybody who who speaks up on my behalf, I truly, you know, I really appreciate. But no, you're right. We we usually do have enough time where we we discuss all of the uh, seven series. But yeah. thank you. And shouts out to Daniel Griffin, by the way. We yeah, shout that. out, shout out to to to. Well, in real life, he goes by Danny Griffin. On this show, he would we refer to him as Daniel Griffin. Yeah. But yeah, definitely shout out to him. But tonight, um, Bronny and Bryce were able to look on and, and watch their dad. I thought that was pretty cool. Um, also in the building watching. Uh, this history night for him was Jay Z, Bad Bunny, uh, Denzel Washington, Floyd Mayweather was there. Wow. As saw the um, the NBA uh, commissioner Adam Silver was there. Wow. So that's that's a pretty big deal. And uh, you know, I, I'm sure I'm sure you know uh, the feeling would have been obviously much more complete for him had they won the game. Um, but nonetheless, this is really a big night for him. So my, shout out to him for My that. joking around about him is tongue-in-cheek. I'm kind of kidding. I'm kind of not. I do want to make sure Kareem gets his props. But the Lakers are terrible this year because the NBA has a problem with LeBron and the Lakers. 
That Kyrie trade, I cannot believe he did not come to the Lakers. Mm. They made so you sh- wanted him to come to the Lakers. Oh yeah. They made sure he wasn't coming to the Lakers because the Lakers would have been a title contender immediately. Uh-huh. I don't know what's going on. And LeBron, he we, he tweeted, is it just me? That's all he tweeted the other day. Mm. Is it just me? Question mark. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. I think it is. They don't want LeBron to win no more. Mm. Thumbs up. I'm sure Mr. Conspiracy agrees with me. Thumbs up. Uh, Andy, Andy, uh, what say you? I, I don't know. I, I'm just, I don't know. As Danny Morrison says, you can make the case. You can make the case <laughs> is all I'm case. saying. Because okay. I'll tell you this, when when Steph Curry mm-hmm. emerged and it was the Warriors and the Cavaliers every year, I'm sure there was so many people that was pushing for Steph Curry and the, and the Warriors to win because it was just LeBron again another year? Yeah. I think the league's done with him. Hmm. Okay. So I don't know. All right. Well, anyway, shout out to him for tonight. Um, you know, congratulations. I thought that was a big deal. And we will be seeing LeBron James and pictures of LeBron and him trending all over social media for the next several days, I'm sure. Yeah. Um, so I think I figured it out. So going on, we're still talking about the Grammys a little bit. I fi- I figured it out. Why is Beyonce so elusive? Hmm. Well, I think because th- think about this. She came out uh, in Destiny's Child when she was a teenager, right? Lived her whole uh, career pretty much in front of the uh, camera. She was doing interviews all the time. No one really had a problem getting to Beyonce. True. Nowadays, maybe it's her wisdom. Maybe she just has enough experience. Maybe it's because she's a, a billionaire a power couple with her, her husband. Who knows? But... They don't do photos like that, and they don't do interviews like that. And if if it is, it's a complete photo shoot, like in her in her home, right. and it's and it's curated. You know, um, it's proper properly placed. You're just not going to catch them really on candid cameras and things like that. But there's this clip going around. I don't know if you saw it from the Rock Nation brunch. Saw it. Where the Jay Z was. Yeah, Jay Z's walking inside the brunch, and he. It was a polite dismiss, right? It was a dismissal of the camera, uh, the the photographer, who was just trying to take a picture of him. But he he kind of mm-hmm. shushed him, and you know, politely. Yeah, but. It was like he's in the in the Rock Nation brunch, the thing that you and your your company has put on. So, just a little strange, but um, he talked about that recently on an interview with Title, and I thought that was it, it was pretty cool to kind of get his perspective on it. But also, I guess the insight into why maybe now Beyonce is that way because she's they take care of it for her. They do. They do. Like so, you know, her her uh, bodyguard Julian or whomever his name is. Um, Everybody takes care of it for her, but this is what Jay-Z had to say specifically about the the whole cameras and stuff. He said, yeah, we don't come from that school. We come from the don't you ever record us school. He said, um, he's quoted a line. He said, I, I guess the song was Oceans in t- 2013. Mm-hmm. He said, see me in, the, see me in, sh- you never saw. If it wasn't for these pictures, you wouldn't see me at all. Right. He says uh, we came from the school of we 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 fight over that, basically, that we don't we don't do the whole record thing. And so I guess that that's sort of how they grew up and it kind of transfers into how they are now. So makes a little bit of sense to me. Mm. What? Say it, say it, say it, say it, say it. What do you got to say? You're always making me the bad guy. I'm not making you anything, but I would like to get your your perspective on it. Can't have both ways. You can't have both ways. Meaning what? You can't take the money from your fans. You can't have us pack the house at your concerts with your fans. 
You can't have us following you and your family on social media and everything and things going viral and please buy this and stream this and then go, y'all can't handle pictures of us though. Bull, you owe it to your fans. They want pictures of you. They want video of you. They want to see you. They want to experience you. I know Jay-Z is not on social media. Mm-hmm. Beyonce is. I don't even think she runs those pages. So. I don't know. <laughs> but the fans want it and you have to give it to them. They deserve it. Beyonce is worshipped by her fan oh, base. Oh my goodness. You gotta give it to You owe it to them. And there's nothing wrong with a freaking picture. Stop it. Well, here's the thing about it. That is that is one of those really controversial topics, to be honest with you, because there was a um, there was, there's this a group, some white group I don't know much about, but I guess they're uber famous, right? They were sitting at lunch. One of the, I think the lead singers was sitting at lunch and there was a super fan who was in the same restaurant and she said please let me take a picture he said i am eating i'm not necessarily trying to take any pictures right now she went off on him she said the exact same thing you said uh you owe it to me i've been around and i've i followed yeah. your career i've spent so much money but this man is sitting here eating yeah, that's different. he's with his family mm-hmm. he doesn't want to take time away you might look busted you might look mm-hmm. like you don't feel i mean that's one of the worst things in the world. You ever have somebody take a picture of you and you have no control over? Yeah. <laughs> and you have an image, right? You have mm. a, a whole image. Definitely Beyonce has an image. Mm. So when you don't have that type of control, shouldn't you be a shouldn't you have the right to say not now, but thank you so much? Yes, candid shots are different. The Rock Nation brunch is that I agree with you. Come on, on that. now. I agree Come with you. Come on. on if you with your family, I've seen so many celebrities in my time just like out. With their kids, mm-hmm. I never approach them. I never do. So, Danny Morrison blows up. I mean, you're already a big deal, no, right? I'm not. But say, <laughs> Danny Morrison blows up. You take pictures all the time, all anytime, the time, no anytime. matter no and, matter what. And look, back in Bakersfield, I'm very well known. Back in my hometown, mm-hmm. anytime somebody comes up and gives me love, I, you know, pick, mm-hmm. hug, anything, mm-hmm. anything you need from me. I just appreciate the fact that you pay attention to what I do. Mm-hmm. Anything that you need from me, I got you. Okay. But uh, I can understand real celebrities it happens all the time they all can't go all the time you can't go to a fast food place you can't go to a department store you can't go to a mall because you wouldn't be able to get to where you're trying to get exactly i get that yeah. rock nation brunch though i know i Come agree. On, i Jay. agree with you on that i agree with you on that that is just the uh that that's the question i think that will last uh, a lifetime just you know who is who's right in this situation the celebrities or the fans we don't know but jay-z is not trying to have it and now i guess neither is beyonce um, when we come forward, we're going to talk about Tyree Nichols. There's some 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 things coming out right now um, that I just read about that have been confirmed. And so, uh, obviously, I don't know if you caught the um, State of the Union address tonight from President Biden. Tyree Nichols' family was there. Uh, we'll talk a little bit about it on the other side. But one piece of information is probably going to shock you and is going to set up some things that are going to move forward uh with the trials probably uh, pertaining to the officers who were mm. the former officers who were let go. And that's when we come forward on KBLA Talk 1580. From Bakersfield to Los Angeles. To nighttime. By George and Wheezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. 
periods don't care what you're doing, but your pad should. Get Always Triple Protection System in Always Day and Night Pads. Always Day Pads protect when active by wicking away gushes two times faster than leading store brands and giving us up to 100% leak-free and odor-free comfort. When we size up our pad at night, we get the same triple protection, plus up to 75% more coverage in the back for when we're laying down. No matter what, Always has you covered. Day and Real talk, real time. The gospel, the gospel truth. truth. You're listening to the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580. Back inside the Raw Report, we got an update on Tyree Nichols and the State of the Union address tonight. Yeah, um, President Biden, his administration did offer and extend uh, an invitation for Tyree Nichols' family to attend his State of the Union address tonight. That happened uh, just a few hours ago. Uh, I watched the entire thing. I thought he did a, a great job. We could talk about that at another time. But um, he, he specifically what I enjoyed um, is he did a great job really focusing on that family for a while, mm. focusing on what happened to Tyree Nichols for a while. And um, it was heartbreaking, really, to see his, his mom, his stepdad there, um, you know, having to endure all of this. I mean, I'm sure you kind of look around like, I can't believe this is what's happening right now. But his mom, at one point, she uh, made it clear. She was like, something good will happen from this. And I'm sure, um, similarly to uh, George Floyd and, and his family, said, listen, you know, this is not going to be in vain. Uh, th- something good is going to come from this. And uh, that's what they're working towards right now. Um I don't know if you've heard, but also seven more Memphis officers are facing discipline um, now following the beating of Tyree Nichols, the killing of Tyree Nichols. So that is new. But also here's this other piece of information. It was speculated. We were all like trying to figure out why did these four, these five uh, cops beat this man this way? It looked like a personal gang beating or something like they knew him. We couldn't figure it out, but there was speculation. And, of course, Black Twitter got a hold of it, started saying all kinds of stuff. And we didn't want to move with any of the rumors. But it has now been confirmed that one of the former officers, uh, Demetrius Haley, actually did take a photo of Tyree Nichols when he was late, when he was sitting up against the the cop car, when after they beat him and he was kind of sitting up against the car. He took a photo of him and he sent it to five other people. He sent it to one civilian employee, two Memphis Police de- uh, Department officers, and one female acquaintance. Wonder who that could be. And it was later found out that it was a, another. It was a sixth person who also received that same photo. We don't know. We don't know who yet. Obviously, this is going to come out when the trials uh, happen and all that. But it's looking a little bit personal now. It's looking a little personal. Um, and I don't know who these other officers are. Maybe they're two of the officers who came onto the scene later. Because I, I told you, if you watch the video, you can see so many times they're putting the light on him. They keep shining the light mm-hmm. on him, walking by, not really paying him much attention, mm-hmm. like aiding him. But they are clearly just looking at his face, you know, shining the light on him. And and again, all, I'm talking about multiple officers. So... It, it really did just look like something was up there. And I guess, you know, now we're going to be able to see um, as it unfolds what is really behind this this uh, this beating. It's starting to smell like I don't want to speculate that maybe Tyree may have been involved with the woman of one of the police officers. This is what 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 the streets are saying is possible now. 
yes. Um, this is definitely what the streets are saying. And there was a post that Sean King put out probably mm. the next day after uh, all this Twitter stuff was going on and everybody was talking about the rumors and he was like everybody please stop with the rumors right. just stop you know posting everything um, and, and moving that narrative forward because you know how it is too things kind of get out of hand and whether something is true or not we have a tendency this is you you ever play that game back in the day like the little telephone of game course. right so it is true that something may start off like just even a little piece of information may be true but you turn it into something else and it, and it grows I told you that's one of my exercises at elementary schools. To this day? Oh, you're saying when you go to elementary schools. Yeah, I told you I sit 10 kids in front of the auditorium and I tell a secret to the first one. Mm-hmm. And I say, tell the next one, tell the next one. And it totally, the story morphs into something entirely different by the end. Yeah. What? What is that? What is I that? I don't have a name for it. Is it, just... is it. is it something that we desire it to be? Where does that come from? What is the, Where does the extra information come from? I think when you think that you're holding a rumor about something, you want it to be as salacious as possible when you tell the next person. It's like, you know, all of a sudden, you know, did you know so-and-so, you know, is pregnant? It's like, yeah. And then all of a sudden, did you know, you know, they had sex with three people. They didn't know who the baby baby was by. <laughs> so, you, you know, yeah. you know? <laughs> it just turns into something entirely different by the time it gets to the last person. Why we do that, I don't know. I, I think there's a little bit of selective hearing, too. Somebody mm. could be t- sharing something, and you didn't hear everything. Yeah. So you know, you, before you tell the next person, you tell what you remember, That's a good and point. you probably add a couple things. That's a good point. But as it relates to Tyree Nichols, the way that they were pounding on that young man, you you knew there's something else going on here. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. When I watched it, I said, "Come on now, there's something else going." I thought it might be he was just a little mouthy. Mm. Disrespecting them cats, right, right, right. But it's like mm-hmm. then you watch it, you go. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. He didn't say anything. Not a he word. didn't say anything disrespectful to them. He yeah. was just so confused. Like well, I didn't do anything. Why? You know, he, that was more so. If that was mouthy, then then you know, okay. But he didn't say anything disrespectful, in my opinion. You know, I can never get this. I can never really reconcile this. Police officers are literally just guys. From the neighborhood, and right? Girls. Let's just talk about and, and girls. I, I guess I'm specifically talking about this case. Mm-hmm. Um, from a neighborhood that 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 you have history in that neighborhood, you may have gone to, to high school with some kids, some college with some people. You may have had prior beefs with people, mm-hmm. and then you go off into um, an academy or whatever. You 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 graduate from this academy and you become a police officer. Now you're uh, in your career. Mm-hmm. Okay, great. But you're still this person who has this history with people and the people in your neighborhood. And now you have this power. So we sort of look at these cops or in general, how people look at cops is, oh, well, let's erase all of your history, all of your background. And now you are just out to save the community, save the world and then uh, disregard any sort of problems that you may have had, personal beefs that you may have had Mm -hmm. with other people. Mm -hmm. It's so weird to me. I can't reconcile the two. It's because I've told my cop friends this. I think a lot of them cats are just cowards. That's the bottom line. They got punked a lot when they were kids. Mm -hmm. You know, a lot of them, they were skinny kids. And all of a sudden, you put that badge on. You got muscles now just off that badge. You're probably not a big guy now. Mm -hmm. It's just off that badge. You got all them utilities on your belt. But you reach for the gun first all the time. Yeah. And that's why when you see a lot of these, you ever seen a real short police officer too? Absolutely. Them cats just think they seven feet tall. It doesn't matter. 
all of a sudden, okay. you know what I'm saying? Okay. And no disrespect to the ladies, them female cops are the same way, you know? They try to act like it's like, oh, I got to overcompensate because I'm a woman. I'm going to act like a dude out here, you know? It's mm. like, stop. Mm-hmm. Stop it. Protect and serve my behind. It's yeah. like, just do your job, you know what I'm saying? Just do your job. if you come up out the badge and you come up out the gun, you wouldn't be treating these brothers like this. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't. Yeah, Mimi says, so it was true. Wow. Well, we don't know to what extent it was it was true or not, but we do know that he did take a picture of Tyree Nichols at the time uh, after his beating, and uh, he did spread. He sent uh, text messages uh, to some other people. Hey, is it true that Shaq became a cop, or was that just from a movie? Kind of. What happened? I think he's more an honorary cop. I don't know if Is he an honor? How do, you, how do you become an honor? Honorary cop. Because you're Shaq. Okay. Uh, speaking of Shaq, very, very, very quick story that I learned today. And I want to tell you, Danny, there's hope for you and Janet Jackson. I mean, to meet Janet. The reason the reason I say this. Don't you do me like this. If you're going to tease me like this, just ain't okay, let me Let me tell you something. Let Go me tell ahead. you what I learned, okay? Did you know that when Shaq was uh, in his LSU uh, college days and he was playing basketball, he was watching a film. I don't know if I think it was Jungle Fever or something like that. Had this thing for Halle Berry. And he was like, you know what? I'm going to just write her a letter. He was like, I'm going to write her a letter. All of his boys, of course, they were clowning him. And he was like, I'm I'm, going to write the letter. So he wrote the letter. And a couple of weeks later, she wrote him back. Holy crap. Halle Berry wrote Shaq back. And she says, I know who you are. And I can't wait for you to make it to the NBA. Oh, my God. So then fast forward. Time goes by. He's in the NBA. He has an opportunity to meet Halle Berry in person. He was like, you know, once I I wrote you a letter, she says, I know. I wrote you back. It's good to see you in the NBA now. So I just need to make the league. You need to write a letter. I need to make the league sound like a no, shingle. No, you need to write Janet the letter, okay? Look, listen, okay? If if Janet wrote me back, <laughs> I would take that entire letter, roll it up, and smoke a blunt. Oh. I, I'm just gonna, you mm, don't mm, even mm, smoke. Mm, I'm, I'm just I trying to give you. I will smoke that one. <laughs> I'm just trying to give you a little bit of hope, okay? Uh, but on the other side, uh, we are going to get to the question of the day. And uh, I hope it's a good one. I hope it's a good one. I kind of, I kind of, you know, go back and forth a little bit on some of these uh, questions of the day and motivations of the day. But we'll see if you like it. Right now, it is uh, news and traffic. You're listening to KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. Stay right there. Nighttime is the right time for Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk fifteen eighty. Fifteen eighty. Fifteen eighty. Fifteen eighty. Stay ready. There's no place quite like here. You were checking out the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580. Who is that? That's obviously K-Dot right there. Who is this? Janae Aiko. Is that Janae? I made a comment recently. I think that she is at the forefront of this entire movement of new R&B females. Is that y'all buy that? Uh, her and her. Her mm-hmm, and her mm-hmm, are mm-hmm. right there. Who would you put at the forefront? I think it's Janae. Uh, Janae, but not, here's what's interesting. She's playing the fine line between, uh, like, it's not underground, but like mainstream and, yeah. and the other, what, what, what is opposite of, of, of mainstream? Underground. I guess underground yeah. then, right? So she's right there on that line. Uh, but big in, in, in big to us in both worlds, mm-hmm. right? Because she has some mainstream hits, no doubt. Mm-hmm. She collaborates with great people, and she's always on mainstream radio. Mm-hmm. But then album-wise, and her uh, as a solo artist is more uh, underground. Right. 
So yeah, I would I would definitely name her as one of the one of the the people in the forefront, the women in the forefront. But if I'm gonna say mainstream, it would definitely be more along the lines of her. And I think Money Long is coming up. Mm. She's coming up. Um, who's uh, who's the uh, the one that plays Hillary on the new Bel Air show? Coco Jones. Co- look, don't listen, sleep on listen, Coco. Listen. Don't sleep on I Coco. I just got up on Coco. Mm-hmm. I, I did not know she had vocals like that. Oh, she is amazing. She's amazing, and she's beautiful, and she is uh, super tall. I I, I I didn't know it. I just met her in June. Um, I interviewed her on a red carpet on some carpet. And she came towering over me. I was just like, really? whoa. I mean, she is tall. How tall do you think she is? Um, well, I mean, I'm five five, right? So she's she's definitely I'm gonna say maybe five ten. Wow. Uh maybe five I mean, she's she's pretty tall. She's beautiful on that show. Oh, she's gorgeous. In yeah. real life, like gorgeous. Uh Marcus Adkins said SZA. SZA definitely too. She making the case on the charts right now, Jesus. Yeah, she is dominating the Billboard charts right now. Oh, she is. She I, and I really do. I, I really like her a lot. Um, New Queen, maybe it's her now. SZA, you know the, no, Andy. No. I think she has a little ways to go before okay. she dominates that way. But listen, you can't take away the fact that she's talented. We all know who she is. Mm. I mean, that's already you're ahead. You're ahead of the game if we all know who you are, right? right. It, I think she just has a little bit more work to do to become. Um, sort of in she's in that talk but she's not leading the forefront summer walker will probably be more forgot uh, about summer yeah, god summer you're dropping walker heat is, rocks right now mm-hmm. so okay so my number one is Janae. her gotta put summer walker at number three mm-hmm. um, you might as well throw in kalani now too kalani's a pop artist to me i don't put her in that same category i don't know I don't know where you put her, but Kalani is everything. You think so? I think Kalani is, she's so dope to me. Okay. She is really dope. Mm-hmm. Hmm. All right. Mm-hmm. I, I love her. I want to see her live. Her. Yeah. H-E-R. H-E-R. I yes. want to see her live. Yeah. Yeah. Me too. She'd be amazing. She's Yeah, I think she's great. Um. Oh, she says indie. Okay, indie R&B. Yeah. Oh, SZA has created the indie R&B female vibe, Marky says. Uh, indie R and B. I like that term. Indie, indie R and B. I like that. Uh, Billboard needs to grab that. That's really good. What's interesting? Indie R and B. I would put Janae there. I agree. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I feel like all of the artists that you guys mentioned is indie R and B. It's just to me, Janae embodies that entire sound. Uh, Mimi says Danny's number one is off. <laughs> With what? multiple Fs. Whoa, whoa, whoa. What, what are you talking about? <laughs> Y'all don't like Janae? Am I love, the only one love, love Janae? No, we love Janae. We love Janae. She's not going to be my number one, although I love her. I love her vibe. I love her vibe. More so than her music. I love her vibe. But um, I, I would not take anything from her. She's dope. <laughs> you know what? What? It sounds like drug-influenced music. No, Summer Walker is drug influenced. <laughs> <laughs> no, Janae Let's I eat called too though. You, you think Janae too? Yeah, man, it's like it's it's great smoking music. You know, you don't know nothing about that life, but I'm just saying. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting beat up. I'm, le- I'm letting you know. I'm really getting beat up. No, tonight. you're not. Uh Marcus mentions Snow Allegra. See, that's my girl. She doesn't get credit, but she's part of that genre too. She really is. Um obviously I think Snow Allegra is on the come up. But um, she is incredible. She is incredible. Man, I got to see her live, too. I want to see all these ladies live. I'm telling you. Sabrina, Claudio, Sabrina, 
Claudia, do you know who this is? Mm-mm. Okay. There's a few. Queen Nyjah. What you know also, about her? She's beautiful. I think she has a beautiful voice. Yeah, Queen's coming. Man, they're, they're dominating R&B right now. That's why when we went and saw Vito that one night, I was like, I need this cat to win. Yeah. Oh, Because Vito where is... are the fellas right now? Whew. The fellas are just out of R&B right now. I don't know what the deal is. Who really stands out out of all of the artists that we mentioned, though? Because they all have Janae. strong, similar sounds. I think it's Janae, to me. That stands out. It's funny you say that because I for for a while I uh, confused her and SZA, and and Same. I and it, I was just so confused because maybe their look was similar, like they had the big hair and their kind of skin tone was the same. I was like, who's who? And then I got familiar with their sound, like mm-hmm. who you know. Um, but yeah, they are kind of all alike. And then Summer Walker is kind of like the same, you know. Um, so I don't know who stands out, but now that I know them all individually. Um, I, don't, I can't. I can't rank them. I don't know. I, I really do like them all uh, equally. Then you got LMA. What about LMA? And who's the one that sings "Pressure"? I love that song, by the way. Ari Lennox. Listen, that song "Pressure." It's the song itself is heat. Okay, I am not a huge Ari Lennox fan. I'm not a she, but she has some some. She has certain things that she's done that have been like to me iconic. They're, they're not going to be iconic in the mainstream, but I'm saying to me, they have been iconic. Is Pressure she number is one? one of them. Huh? She could be number one. No, she's not. That song, Pressure, to well, me. To, to, I'm not going to knock her. She's not my style. Okay. But there are several things she's done that I really like. Annie? I think we got another Versus in the future. Ooh. How do you name it? Because we could do one third. We, I think we're two. The new ladies of R&B. Who is the, the top the seven ladies. ladies of indie R&B? Indie R&B. Is that what we're going to call it? Well, no, because they're not indie R&B. Yeah, they're, they're signed with record companies, most of them, mm-hmm. if not all of them. Marcus says, Ari Lennox gives one hit wonder to me. And then Stacy says, the only male artist that matters is incarcerated. And I'm, uh, well, well, I wonder who well, we talking well, about, yeah, boy. Well, hey, yeah. When a woman's fed up, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I'm just, man. That is that's that's a challenge. Ari mm. Lennox pressure video is sexy. Yeah, Ari Lennox gets a lot a lot of props for that song. I, that song pressure is definitely next level. And you got to play that at the top of the hour, man. Um, that song is uh, yes. Please play that at the top of the Peter. hour. Um, speaking of pressure, let me put some pressure on you real quick with this uh, question Ooh, of the day. Heck of a segue, by the way. Skirt. <laughs> um, there is a tweet that says. I found out my dad took my mom back after cheating, and I never looked at him the same again. Soft. Who cheated? Who? The tweet says, from a, a, a guy, he says, I found out my dad took my mom back after cheating, and I never looked at him the same again. Soft. But who's the one that cheated, I'm saying? I mean, did the, did the he, man cheat? The, the woman, his, the, the woman the, cheated the on mom, her husband. The mom. So he never gotcha. looked at his dad the same after his mom cheated on him. I would agree. He said, I've always, I've always believed that a woman cheating is worse and should never be forgiven. Thank you for validating this. Agreed. Says, when we come forward. I don't think the Send same all thing emails. No, <laughs> wait. I don't, I don't. I don't. Okay. So never be forgiven. You and I have had the conversation when a woman cheats, not all the time. Most of the time, mm-hmm. the heart is usually involved, which but, most would say is worse. Sure. So if her heart is involved, say she comes to some sort of uh, resolution, this she stops whatever it is that she's got going on. You still say no forgiveness? Nope. Sorry. Because her heart is involved? Yes. Oh, wow. 
to to me, it ain't got to be the hardest involved. You you know me, I got a quick trigger finger. Even if you was texting with a cat and never met him on the East Coast, you're cheating on. We we done. I'm sorry, but that's just me. Wow. Okay. Well, that is just Danny. Um, y'all don't y'all don't agree with that? First of all, you know what I think. Uh, I think you're I... the wrong person. I feel. <laughs> <laughs> You're one of the most loving, forgiving persons. I've I ever just met. think all things. I think once you once you have found a great person, and this 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 includes uh, platonic relationships. Um, this includes romantic relationships. Once you have found a good person who is like a good to the core, no matter what it is that they do that is not harming you, harming your spirit, harming your family, they should always be forgiven. And I think that. Um, I, I, I truly believe this, but I, I'm a person who also can extend grace beyond belief, you know. I so gotta, I got to ask you something on the other side. Or we are against you. Let's, let's oh, all right. Well, then God. on the other side, you're listening to KBLA Talk 1580. From Bakersfield to Los Angeles. By George and Weezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. Real talk, real time. The gospel, the gospel truth. truth. You're listening to the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580. Yeah, we got like the, the, the question of the night. I got to ask the queen the question real fast. I told you she's one of the most forgiving people I've ever met, and I love you for it, by the way. Who was that? Was it the pastor that was saying about his wife, the pizza and all? Who, who was that? John Gray. John Gray, who was referenced in the, uh, yes, the video. Aventure Gray's the first husband, yes. So remember he was talking about his wife. Yeah. Saying that I'm a leaver and all that and she don't do this and she mm. don't do that. To the, to the mistress, by the way. He was saying that to the mistress. I'm not trying to put your husband on the spot because Robbie is bomb, okay? Mm-hmm. But if he's texting a woman, mm-hmm. I'm going to leave her on the while I'm with her. She don't know how to cook and you and I should be together. I love you and not her. That ain't grounds for breaking up? Yeah, I'm okay, sure it is. That's what yeah. I'm saying. Yeah, yeah, yeah. There has to be a moment where you go, okay, can't do that. Yes, a hundred percent. No, that that is a, that's a, a a great example. Um, because that was foul, and they're still together, huh? Yeah, they are still together. Um, I don't know if he said all of that. He didn't say all, of, but he did say, I don't know why I'm with her because she doesn't know how to cook. And we eat pizza every night. I don't know if he said, I don't know why I'm with her. He did say that. I know he said the whole pizza thing. I know he even talked, asked his son to get involved and answer that question. Oh, I remember that. That is so true. God yeah. I don't know if he said, I don't know why I'm with her. I think there is definitely a, um, there is a line. First of all, the line should be, <laughs> <laughs> the line actually should be not, not talking to that woman in the first place. That would be the line, yes. <laughs> <laughs> but if you want to extend the line a little further, I think the line would then be definitely do not down talk your spouse to this other person. Right? That's you the can't line. disrespect because <sighs> now now I look crazy. You know what I'm saying? It should always be like, no, my wife or my husband is actually really dope um, or whatever. But. Or maybe not having conversations about them at all. But if you do have conversations, it, sh- it certainly can't be, uh, you know, you. I don't know why I'm with her or why I'm with him or, you know, she can't do this. And like that type of stuff is just that's that's not that's what, not OK. What all women should demand from their man, whether mm-hmm. or not you married or not married, it doesn't matter. 
Don't be out having me looking like a fool. Yeah, that's. I think that's everybody's concern. Yeah, that's everybody's concern because you know we've all had this conversation. Like you want to go into a room, as a matter of fact, and say, um, "I know if you've talked to anybody. I know if you've slept with anybody in here." Because mm. I, I mean, we. we I want to know, right? Mm. I don't ever want to just be in a room and you've had some sort of history with people and I don't know about it. Like mm. that is that's a trip. Um, there's something about a woman, I'm going to speak for myself, there's something about wanting to put on this shield of like, it's all good, boo. Like, I know you, I, that's cool. I know y'all have what you, but listen, right here, right now, right. like you give it, there's something about that that you want to have um, and, and you want to be equipped with that knowledge. But um, to feel naked and unarmed mm. is not a good feeling. Like that's mm. that's never a cool feeling. So should a man ever be allowed to have a woman as a confidant and talk to her about his marriage? A woman. Uh, I think there is. You know, first of all, the 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 answer is yes, but there has to be the caveat is it's not a single woman, right? It's not a single woman. It's also not someone you've ever dealt with really in the past because there is there is something there. There was some sort of chemistry there where um, but let's be clear, you can have chemistry with somebody who's also married. Right. You know, so there 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 is a line. Um, I think that like I, I've said this before, if there is any other woman who you should be dealing with or talking to or having conversations with, she should also be a friend of the family. OK. You, you said that, but yeah, you said that before. Yeah, you can have all the female friends you want, but she better be my friend too. Yeah, there's, <laughs> I mean, there is, there is a clear like I, I, we've been in that situation before. Um, you should, she should be able to come over to the house and and kick it and let's all have dinner. You know what I'm saying? Like, mm. I don't mind you because we have that type of situation where he, I mean, we we've all have uh, have pasts. You know, we have people we've known since childhood or high school, middle school, or whatever. So you can't knock those types of relationships, and I and I, I not I, I really kind of steer clear of anybody who's like, you have to end all of your relationships. Yeah, it's it's just not even realistic, nor is it fair. Yeah. But um, yeah, I'm more so like it's cool. We're all friends, like right. <laughs> you know, like everybody come over. We so, can all just. So rock. last question, Andy, go ahead real quick. Let my lady bring a man over for dinner. <laughs> 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 be a straight problem. Well, men are gonna think about it differently, I think, too. So, so let me ask you this last question because we're up against it here. Can an ex-girlfriend ever be downgraded just just, just a confidant in his life now and be your friend as well? Mm-mm. No. Mm-mm. Okay. Mm-mm. Okay. Nope. Because that that's happened to me, by the way. Girls that I've dated have become really good buddies of mine. No, nah, we're not playing that game. Let's not play that game. I'm just saying it's time. Girls who I've listened to what you said. Girls who I've dated before have been downgraded to becoming a confidant. Come on, let's get real. When we come forward, <laughs> all it takes. Let me tell you something. And and, mo- and some people will say, uh, "No, we broke up for a reason." But let me tell you what happens in the breakup. In the years break it, broken up, uh, it's just like when the when the slaves were released in the in the in the Bible, right? Mm-hmm. And you are freed. And you're in, but now you you have gone, and you are uh, you're, even though you're free, you start thinking back, and you start complaining now. You start thinking back, like, oh, it wasn't that bad when we were slaves. It wasn't that bad when we were, you know. That's a rough analogy, but I see where you're going. No, but that's a, it's the truth. It's literally like you think about uh, breaking up with somebody and. 
once time when time gets the gets the better of you and you have all that time to be away from the situations you don't even remember why it was that bad you don't remember why y'all broke up in the first place or whatever or it doesn't feel that bad so why do you think so many people try it again Mm. because they forget that it was that bad in the first place so that whole i don't play that like those those are those are childish games okay and we don't want any part Time for the motivational moment. Let's of your get life. the motivational. Do we have time for this? I think we have time we for this video. This comes from Stephen Furtick. Do you know who Stephen Furtick is? Pastor Stephen Furtick is an awesome, awesome guy, uh, and he talks about. Let's just play the. Let's play the clip. What's in the future to you is what's familiar to God. What's in the future? You call it new. Okay, that's who I'm going to be one day when. And God's like, that's who you already are. That's who you always were. That's what I created you to be before sin corrupted what I created. Oh, God. God got this thing started in my life. God set this thing in motion in my life. God is the one who set me in families. God is the one who set me in time. God is the one who set me in a generation. So powerful. Let me tell you something. If you don't know who this guy is, you have to follow him. Just get familiar. His name is Stephen Furtick, and he is a powerful, powerful pastor. But How do you spell that last name? Furtick is F-U-R-T-I-C-K. Furtick. Stephen Furtick gotcha. and um, what an incredible message it's, I mean he's he's really really good at what he does but I think this spoke to me so much because we do always look at um, who we want to be you know mm. I think that's the time in my life right now I'm always thinking about what it's going to be and the message is like God is saying you are already that mm. you mm. are already that you just gotta you gotta walk in that you gotta claim it and um, it's something very powerful that happens when you do that mm. you get what I mean so um, that message definitely spoke with me today and that is the motivational moment of the raw report right on time too. look at you come on now robin with the word of the (laughs) night speaking of the word we're gonna get back to the conversation and phyllis is on the phone wants to talk about danny's relationship with jesus on the other side (laughs) oh man my soul gonna burn tonight danny mo show kbla studio (laughs) kbla 1580 santa on this show. I don't know. How is that possible? You know what's funny? If we did do that versus we talking about, Mm -hmm. that would probably be my number one track. (laughs) We probably spoiling the list right now. I was about to say, you spoiling it already. I know. You start talking like this. I'm going to put y'all on the spot. Give me a song by a female, R&B, over the last 10 years, better than that track. Bet you can't name one. Over the last 10 years, better than that track. I bet you can't name one. That's my number one right there. No, that song. Let's listen here. <laughs> that song is. That song is. is a made boot up. Mm. That's up there. I'm so sick of it though. You know who yeah. who might come up with one? She's not as young as these other ones. Mm. Jasmine Sullivan. That album is called Hotels. That's the name of the album. She got Hotels. some heaters on that album too. Yeah. She got she got fire on that. What's that one? Know. What's that one? Uh, pack up your pack up your feelings. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. No, it's right. <laughs> come on, bro. come on. There's an artist that we're missing in this discussion, though. Who? She was sitting in the Grammys. Beyonce? Nah. Because oh, I know she ain't in it. Doja Cat. Listen, listen you got her to in me. the same category. I don't know. I mean, because she raps as well too. Yeah, no, That's she's not I'm in saying. the same category. She is sort of in a category. 
of her own, but um, Doja. Let me explain something Fire. to you. Doja Cat. Yeah. There's not. There aren't many people who can do what she does. True. She. That's why she's in her own lane. Doja Cat is literally like it. It. I love the moment that I catch on to someone and I'm like, I didn't know. I love that moment where mm. I'm like, oh, snap, I didn't know. And then I become a super fan and I start pulling up all your stuff. That's what I did with Doja. Mm. When I really took a listen to her and I was just like, oh, no, she's she's like she's actually really, really dope. Like, I agree. really, really dope. Yeah. And so, uh, yeah, I went on this whole like down this rabbit hole, like listening to all her music and like she's proven herself. <laughs> this is why she is a big deal right she's now. She's kind of Missy Elliott. She's a she's a hip hop artist that can sing. And I don't think people put her in either category. <laughs> she's just, she makes I music. I know. It's she's tough. She's kind of confusing sometimes, too. <laughs> we won't get into the whole racial angle, that the controversy she had a couple years ago. Mm-hmm. All right, I'm about to get uh, beat up right now. Y'all hold tight. Phyllis, get up in here. Phyllis, give me your height, your color, and your hood, Phyllis. Yes, good evening. Well, let's see. I am about five two. And I'm from L.A. And I'm from Kids. Los Angeles checking in. Drop that. Come on. Yay, yay. <laughs> yeah, speak up a touch. Thank we can you. barely hear you, Queen. Oh, wow. Yeah, it's the government tone again. But, um, <laughs> yeah, so hi to you, Danny, and also to the beautiful co-host, Robin. We and, appreciate uh, you. And the others in studio. Thank you. So I love how you unashamedly and unapologetically profess your relationship with Jesus. Um, it means a lot to those of us within the listening audience. Audience, pardon me, who are also true I, believers. I can kind of hear what you're saying. Uh, do you have a oh, speakerphone, or, or maybe your mouth is too close no, to the I receiver? Can. But I can barely understand. Oh, you heard something. That could be it. You said something about a, a true relationship with Jesus. I did hear that. Uh, okay. Go ahead and continue. I'm sorry. No, pardon me. I said, I said to you, is this better? Uh, a little bit. I can hear you. Okay, you, you guys okay? I, I can barely hear you, but go ahead. We'll give it a try. Oh, wow. So I'll lower it. I don't know. Could this be a little better? That's a little um, better. Go ahead. All right. So I'm just saying it means a lot that you express you know, your relationship with Christ or you profess your relationship with Christ openly, as you did. But most importantly, it obviously means a whole lot more to Jesus for us to express our profess our relationship with him um, because I believe it's in Mark 8.38. It references, if anyone is ashamed to honor him before men, or if anyone denies him before men, that's another scripture, he will also be ashamed to honor that person mm. before the Father, or he will also deny that person before the Father and the whole angels of heaven. So, I mean, anyone that Christ would deny before the Father, that person would obviously you know, be in trouble or the person's soul in the future would definitely be in jeopardy. Um, so, <clears throat> pardon me. So I just wanted to uh, also comment on what you mentioned. You'd asked the question as to whether or not um, it's possible to have progress without God. And, of course, not, because God is the beginning and the end. He's our creator. Without him, we could do nothing. You know, in him we live, we have our being, um, just as children. Without justice, there's no, there's no peace, or there would be no peace without God. There would be no progress. Mm-hmm. Um, we've seen people trying to build their lives uh, without God, you know, because if they're really going somewhere or achieving something, 
including the American Dream, but some of those same people end up committing suicide. All right, Robin, um, we got a real quick, fellas. We have a really broken phone, but I kind of got the gist of what she's saying. Yeah, yeah, do, yeah. Do, I, oh, you still can't hear me. I, I oh, don't you know what. I, I think tr- a, a, pro, a, 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 pro, a true progressive. I don't know if God is part of the equation. A true progressive. Real talk. I think um, I'm, I'm being real here. How so? I think how so? I think you have to push religion to the side because every progressive is going to say that their religion is the true religion. True progressivism is freedom of your belief system and your religion. How can you, how can you even say that being progressive and and being a Christian? can walk hand in hand when actually when actually uh, a true progressive would say you don't even need God to progress. Right. Mm, I, I that, don't know. Does that well, make that's, sense? That's Do what I th- might say, but I mean, I disagree with that because okay. like I said, you know, without God, without God, you know, it would be impossible to do anything. And I don't know, maybe I didn't understand the question. Well, I'm, I, 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 and I know I'm confused. I'm confusing myself because I, I'm, I'm being confusing because I think this whole subject is confusing. My point is, how can I say that I'm a true progressive and I'm a progressive Christian when the Bible that mm-hmm. I have says that homosexuals are going to hell? How is that even possible? Well, you know what? So you'd have to push no, that belief system to the side to support progressivism. True? No. 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 Tell me how no. I'm wrong. Okay, so well, we've already established this. We've had this conversation before, but the establishment here is that first of all, we are not to judge anyone. We're not we're only here to love. We're here to love, we're here to serve, right? Progression mm-hmm. is is I, I think where you're going with this the, is maybe the text it's just is the text though, Robin. No, let them deal. Let them have their 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 come to Jesus moment. Right. We are not. This is I'm very strong on this. We are not to turn it, turn anybody away or um, or shame anyone or um, um, not love anyone because of their their sexual orientation or preference or anything like that. Let them have their moment with God. You see what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So. The progression, I think your question, if and correct me if I'm wrong, is more so. Can we be accepting with that believing in God? Can we be accepting because the Bible says that that is uh, that homosexuality is a sin? Is that is that your right. question? I can't intertwine my Christianity with progressivism because it will banish them to hell. But I think this is we're we're no, and I'm not gonna. I can't buy into that narrative. But it's the same thing that we're doing with cherry picking certain scriptures or or things like that because the Bible says so many other things that you do, right? I mean, we all do, right? We 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 went down the list before. I had some um, pork rinds the other day; they were fire. I mean, you you go down the list, and so does that mean? <laughs> oh my goodness! I'm sorry, Andy. I'm sorry. <laughs> My they goodness, were, you know what I'm saying? I'm not the type of person to put hot sauce <laughs> on mine like some of y'all do, but I'm they was good. <laughs> you were saying, Robin, I'm sorry, I threw you off track. Um, no, I get it. No, I mean that's Do is you what see I'm where saying. I'm coming from though? And Phyllis, maybe you could jump in and we got a few more minutes here. Mm-hmm. I, I I'm calling myself a Christian tonight. Y'all been begging for me to do it. I'm doing it tonight, okay? And I'm always mm-hmm. accepting of the LGBTQ population. Matter of fact, I get criticized for being too accepting of the LGBTQ population on this show. However, if I'm aware Jesus on my chest, Mm -hmm. can I still be a true black progressive at the same time? Can I? 
And you well, say be loving. All, Robin, I love them anyway. You know I love on them mm-hmm. all the time. I bring them on this show. We're going to do it very soon. Mm-hmm. We're going to have another conversation. But if we Phyllis, talk, yeah, well, give, give us your take on that. He's I, 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 yeah. I hear the question. I don't agree with it. I still don't agree with it. I'm never going to say that um, I can't be progressive um, and that I have to separate Christianity for, for being pro- with being or from being progressive. I can't I can't separate that. It's the entire platform correct, of the conservative correct, movement, correct. though. Correct. They hang I, their I hat on that. Robin. Go ahead. I'm sorry, Phyllis. Yeah. Oh, pardon me, did I agree with Robin? Because, first of all, God's word overrules, you know. Uh, so, um, I mean, I do have people I, you know, people I know of, people in my circle who are, let's say, um, of that persuasion, and I love them. You know, I it's not my place to judge them. I love them as they are. And so I do believe that we can be progressive and, you know, we just uh, should use God's word as a rule not to to, you know, judge or beat someone with, but, you know, just uh, as far as to continue being progressive, if you will. And Yeah. Phyllis, we're going to let you go because you are really breaking up, but uh, give her call of the night, even though it was the most broken call of the night of all time. But we appreciate you. Thank you so much. This is um, interesting. Fahima says, Danny, there is liberation theology. There is no contradiction. There is liberation theology. There is no contradiction. I need some. I need. I need. I've some. never heard of that. I've I've... never heard of that either. Um, Marcus says you need some type of belief system with your progression of the world and it's evolving, but the common denominator is adjusting to it. See, now that's I when the agree, church, but that's when the churches lose their mind. I agree with this though. How can we say that the? I cannot believe I'm sounding like Imraj right now, and mm-hmm. it's driving me crazy. Mm. How can we say that the Bible is what the Bible is and never changes and now say we have to evolve to what the world is doing? We Can't have, have both to. ways. No, yeah, we can. Look at, we, we all don't speak the king's English, do we? <laughs> we all don't. No, I mean, I'm just saying to, to, to so many extents in the Bible, we have evolved. This is the this is the world that we live in. We're gonna we're not cavemen anymore. Uh, we are not back in 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 AD uh, <laughs> BC. AD needs to stay on the court. BC. <laughs> I don't know where I came up BC, with that one. BC LBJ. <laughs> we're not in any of those. AD. Go ahead, real quick, Andy. We gotta take a break. This is why people are running away from the faith. It's too confusing. It's too many perspectives. He's, he's right. It's no. This is the this is the conversation. You see no confusion though. No, I do. I no, it's not that I don't see any confusion. I just um, I believe what I believe. I, I think that we are still evolving. There's so many different things that we do that the Bible says not to do. Um, we're evolving in the way that we interpret offering and tithes and uh, what that means. We don't we don't we don't uh, offer fruit or <laughs> or lamb. Right. <laughs> you gonna get me in trouble tonight? I'm trying to be really serious on I this just... topic. <laughs> you talking about fruit and lamb? Sheep. Okay, we don't. And for the record, <laughs> I agree with so both of y'all stances. Yeah, I agree with both of y'all stances. You're right because both sides are right. Right. But here's the thing: she talking about fruit and lamb and sheep and. <laughs> but we'll, listen. <laughs> where, hey, we... where are the white women at? <laughs> when we come forward, let's collect ourselves. We got Q on the phone. We got Fahima on the phone. Ooh, she's going to break down that liberation theology. We need it broken down because I'm 
we're 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 focusing more on the LGBTQ and you know homosexuality in the in the Bible and such, but mm-hmm. that is the one that seems has not changed through time. That seems pretty firm in the, the LGBTQ Bible. community. Yeah, that homosexuality is a sin. Yeah, we do eat you know meat from the animal of a split hoof and all of that. So I get all of that. Homosexuality is a different conversation. Mm-hmm. You know that, and I'm just. Mm-hmm. I can I be a black progressive and a Christian at the same time? That's all I'm asking tonight, and I don't know if there's the right answer. Danny Mo Show, KBLA State. From Bakersfield to Los Angeles, from middays to nighttime, by George and Weezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. Real talk, real time, the gospel truth. You're listening to the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580. I'm asking the overarching question, and no one can give me an answer. Robin did a pretty strong job, but listen, can I be a black progressive and a Christian at the same time? Let's get Q on the phone real fast. Q, give me your height, your color, and your hood, Q. My brother, as always, Violet Black, 510, West L.A. West L.A. checking in. Drop it. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, Q. Bail me out here. What's on your mind? Okay. Well, brother, I see. I hear so many... So many uh, Oxymorons or uh, contradictions coming uh, from uh, all corners. You cannot. What is a, what? What is a progressive Christian? That is the question. You know. I'm asking the it, question. It, you tell me. What's yeah. your definition? No, because he thinks it's an oxymoron. Is in that oxymoron? I was okay. What is a progressive? Are you talking about modern Christian or? Uh, Fundamental Christianity. Yeah. You know, because you cannot, uh, uh, um, if you want to be a modern Christian, that means that you are changing some of the contents in the Bible. That's why progressive, you you are going against certain contents in the Bible. For example, accepting the behavior of homosexuality. Now, fundamental or, 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 or original Christian lady, they don't condone that. You cannot be a Christian and condone such behavior. Because in the Bible, there every uh, um, writings in the Bible that touches on that subject condemns it. So, now, that is a fundamental Christianity. Now, modern Christianity, which I think you would that you may referring to as a progressive Christianity... What are the rules? What are the uh, the guidelines of uh, uh, modern Christianity? Modern Christianity, to me, is uh, deviating from what the uh, Bible has, uh, says, what has been constituted in the Bible. That is my interpretation of progressive Christianity. I think that but- is true. I think it's true. And this is going to be blasphemy, what I'm about to say right now. Please, Jesus, please, don't don't get mad at me. I don't... Uh, boy, if my mama listening, I'm, uh, I don't view homosexuality as a sin. Well, you I, I don't. I don't. Not not at this stage of my life, you know, because I was I was born in a in a holiness church, and we gravitated over to a, a missionary Baptist church, and it's just been force fed my entire life. Mm-hmm. But then I looked around and all the people doing all the other sins in the Bible. I'm like, why are we focusing so much on homosexuality when y'all doing all the other sins? And if all sins are equal, 
why are we sending members of the LGBTQ straight to hell when the pastor is cheating with one of the people in his church? Mm. Is he going to that, hell too? That, that, uh, that, yes, of course. Everybody will be held uncomfortable. The, the pastor who is doing what he's doing is not claiming that to be acceptable. Is deviating. Now, how can you call yourself a Christian? Oh, here it comes. And then, and then as, uh, <laughs> accept what the Bible says that I You know he's getting ready to kick you in the balls when he's laughing before you say it. But go ahead. That's a, that's a contradiction. You cannot be a, a, a Christian and then accept such behavior. Now, like I said, if, you, if you're calling yourself a progressive Christian, what are the rules? What are the guidelines of a progressive Christianity? First, so you can't first, call yourself first of all, I didn't know there was a difference between traditional Christian and progressive. Is that a new thing? I, I, I didn't know that. Yeah, that's what the definition that it is. That's the definition that I, I just gave, uh, gave to you. I don't know if such existed, but this is the understanding of a progressive Christian and fundamental Christianity. Robin, answer like a question to, for me. Go ahead. Can I ask this question? And I just pulled this yeah, up. Yeah. This I wanted to know what the seven, what are the sins in the Bible? Yes. What are the sins in the, according to the Bible? And they list out the seven deadly sins, right? Yeah. Lust, gluttony, greed. I'm going to hell. Laziness. I'm burning. Wrath, envy, and pride. It's over. I'm finished. So let me ask you this. Because you, you know, Q, you just mentioned that, of course, you said, of course, you know, the, the, that pastor or whomever, anyone else who's kind of committing these sins would be going to hell. The question is, have you ever participated in any of the uh, deadly sins? Have you been lazy? Have you been have you have you shown wrath and have you been envious of anyone? And if that is true, can you not be um, are you too? going to hell or are we all going to hell because we've all experienced some of these these sins well first of all i'm not a christian i don't believe in christianity mm -hmm. number one because christianity is an um, invention creation by um europeans we were born with we we're not born with christianity we we're born with spirituality agreed so i dwell i dwell on the spiritual aspects of my life mm -hmm. i don't uh, religion no because religion is an uh, is a doctrine, it's an indoctrination. Yes, yes. You know, so religion has no uh, path in my, uh, and therefore, whatever the religion would say, eh, to me, you know, it, it doesn't have anything to bear me. Even Jesus, living, look, people always say, God, God. Look for the meaning of the word God. It's an image, it's an idol. And the Bible says, I shall not worship any image or any graven image. But yes, so people keep referring to the divine creator as God. What the, the divine creator says, according to this, according to the Christian Bible, what the divine creator said, that shall not do, that's what we uh, people, people are referring to the divine creator as God. Mm -hmm. And he said, that shall not, it's an, it's an image, it's an idol. But yes, still, we're doing it. You see? So these are the, some of the contradictions or the demands that exist in this thing called uh, uh, religion. I so, think when we dwell on spirituality and um, Brother Morrison, yes, it, in order for one in the, to tap into the spirituality of uh, uh, of the individual, you have to go within yourself 
even I believe they're somewhere in the Christian Bible, Yeshua, whom the, uh, the English people changed the name to uh, Jesus. Yeshua told the disciples that, listen, whatever you are there looking for is within you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So how can you go outside of yourself? That's what religion does. You, you're going outside of yourself looking for something that is already within you. Mm. Mm. He actually preaching right here. That's deep right there. I got to give it to you. Uh, so this, go ahead. Final I, word. I 30 seconds real quick. Go ahead. I think we should uh, forget, leave this thing called religion alone. Go within yourself. Find a time. Sit somewhere quietly and just focus within yourself. Because the power, everything is within you. There's nowhere else. No preacher, nobody can do anything. You can do it. Nobody can do it for yourself but your own self. Q, that might be my favorite thing you've ever said right there. All <laughs> of tonight. Yeah, man. Q, don't you ever call again. Don't even mess it up. Don't mess it up. Just leave it. <laughs> leave it. Leave it as leave, is. Leave you well enough alone. Leave well enough alone. <laughs> <laughs> I tell you what's a sin. Locking kids up in cages is a sin. You need to stop. No, I'm playing with you. Get out of here, Q. We appreciate you, man. All right? Thank you, Q. Love you guys. We love you too. <laughs> News and traffic right now. When we come forward, we got Fahima, the Oracle 7 up in here. Raj steps into the gauntlet, <laughs> believe it or not. Danny Mo Show, KBLA, stay there. Nighttime is the right time for Danny Morrison on KBLA Talk 1580. I'm Carmel Brown and I'm in the nation's capital. Washington, D.C. checking in. Drop it. Come on. Help us out, Queen. Where we at on this thing? Well, first, I want to preface my comments by mentioning the late theologian James Cone who was the progenitor of black liberation theology. I've sent you an article on him, Mm -hmm. um, and I suggest that you check out black liberation theology, because there is no contradiction. The other thing is the, the oldest Christian church is the Ethiopian Orthodox Church in Ethiopia. Uh, which goes back to the 4th century and was supposedly started by Matthew, one of the apostles. And newsflash, Ethiopia was never colonized. So Christianity could not have been, they could not have been, you know, uh, brainwashed into Christianity because as John Henry Clark tells us, we must have an African God that looks like us. And, you know, I... Well, I'm not going to get into African spirituality, which I do embrace 100%. The other thing, and I had to say that first before I said this, because I also sent you receipts on this as well. The current Pope, now I'm not Catholic, and you probably aren't either, but he is considered the holy man that leads the Catholic Church. He and a number of others, the Anglican Church um, and another uh, church, the Episcopalian Church, they set out, they put out a statement opposing anti-gay laws, okay? And there is no contradiction. I mean, Danny, the Negro Bible told slaves to obey 
their mass. I'm not saying Negro Bible. There actually was something during slavery called the Negro Bible. Wow. And that was the only Bible that black people were able to have. But, of course, they were in the mountains, and they were reinterpreting those, those, those uh, scriptures. There is no contradiction. You can be, you must be uh, progressive. And to be a Christian, because Jesus was a revolutionary, mm-hmm. right? Mm. So, I mean, this nonsense that there's a contradiction, I mean, you need to read James Cone. You need to even hear more contemporarily Michael Eric Dyson. He, I, I, periodically, I go to chapel here at Howard where people like Michael Eric Dyson comes to speak, um, Cornell West, and a whole host of others. And Michael Eric Dyson, who's a minister... He speaks to this issue. As Reverend Jeremiah Wright, he practices liberation theology. And Christianity should be liberated. If it's not liberating, then it's a slave religion. Hmm. Okay. And I'll leave it at that. I sent you a couple of receipts. Uh, Raphael Warnock, Reverend Re- Senator Raphael Warnock mm-hmm. practices liberation theology i mean the thing is we weren't embracing because there were black people who well i'm not going to get into those that engaged in synchronism they were practicing a african religion under the pretext of practicing christianity but liberation theology is the very thing that enabled black people to liberate themselves and again, I reiterate, Jesus was a revolutionary. Mm. My only pushback against what you're saying is we never blended um, sexual orientation into your entire diatribe you just went on just now. Does that apply? Well, I told you the Pope, the Pope, the member of the Anglican and Episcopal Church, condemned LGBT, anti-LGBT laws. So you agree I mean, then? Is, so you agree that a black progressive can't be a Christian is what you're saying? Listening to me, I thought you stopped drinking the energy drink. <laughs> the Pope, Hang up on the queen the right Pope, now. The Pope opposes. He is he just, a, yeah. yes. There was just an article that came out. So, so the Pope is now the be all end all for us, is what you say. No, no. What I'm saying, he's a holy man. There was also Anglican members of the Anglican Church. Has a, read the joint letter from the Pope. As I said, we're not we're not uh, Catholic, but he is the head of one of the largest uh, religious organizations, which who has historically, you know, been very stringent against abortion, against uh, the LGBTQ community. I mean, the Pope opposes anti-gay laws. He supports the LGBT community. He's not going to perform any of their ceremonies, but he opposes people. Uh, and their hateful rhetoric and their laws against the LGBT church, against the um, LGBT community, as well as a number of the members of the Anglican churches. And let me tell you something, Danny. I grew up, well, I'm not going to go into too much into my history, but I grew up in a household with a Sunni Muslim father and a, 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 a mother, a grandmother who was of the AME church. My grandfather was a bishop. In the AME Church, and I later, when I became an adult, I joined the Apostolic Church, which is a holiness church. And I'm not saying that the doctrine of that holiness church uh, 
endorsed homosexuality. But what I'm telling you is that Jesus came to set the captive free. And we not, should not be into bondage. There is no contradiction in being uh, a revolutionary conscious. There is no, because Jesus was a, rev, a revolutionary. And there are people who have historically twisted the words of the Bible like, slave, obey your masters. So should we go go back into bondage because the Bible said, slave, obey your masters? This stuff is, has to be in contact. Fahima, would Just you, like, I think we, Fahima, would you yes. confess your sins to a common man? I don't have to confess my sins because Jesus reportedly paid it all. That's what Catholics do. I'm, see, Johnny, see, what you're doing, Danny, is you're sidestepping. I'm not you. sidestepping. I, I'm saying yes, you, if, if you're going to follow the Pope and his I teachings, you have to also follow I the religion to, in some way, shape, so, or fashion, don't Danny, you? Danny, 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 I'm using the Pope and those members of the Anglican Church and those others who issued the joint statement condemning the persecution of LGP community. I'm not saying go and join the Catholic Church. That's not what I'm saying. I'm saying that this is a head of one of the largest uh, churches that opposes being anti-gay. And what about the others, those that are members of the Anglican Church who also signed that document? You remember the pastor that performed uh, Markle, Meghan Markle and the Prince's Wedding? He heads up um, that particular denomination. He was amongst those parish, those uh, clergymen who condemned the anti-gay rhetoric. I'm just pointing to heads of major Christian and a Christian-adjacent religions because Catholicism isn't Protestantism. And I don't want to get into that history, but these are heads of major religion that embrace Jesus as the Christ. Okay. That condemn being anti-gay. Okay. I, I I'm going to agree to disagree tonight because uh, you're saying just because well, they're the head of a large church that means we're well, supposed to listen to them. That's like that's saying just because a pastor is the head of a you know that's mega church, all of a sudden he has more legitimacy. I don't buy no, any of that. That's not what I'm saying, Danny. That's not what I'm saying. I know I'm that's saying, not what you're saying. I'm just saying from my perspective, I I don't think okay, size of well, church matters. Don't focus on that. Don't focus on that. Focus on the major theolo black theologian of the 20th century, James Cone. Okay. You sent us the information. I'm going to read it tonight. You sent it to us, right? Yes, and I, I don't think you've been to church in a while. It's been a minute. Real talk. I'm getting ready yeah, to I, join I Believe tell. LA, I think. I'm going to do that really soon, I even though Robin probably thinks I'm lying. But you need, to, you need to be in a progressive, radical, revolutionary church. I do. That's what I want to do. I think Believe LA is that. So... I'll keep you posted. By the way, give her a call of the night, even though she gets one every single time. Uh, and I'll tell you. Fahima, I'll tell you. Fahima, I'll tell you. Fahima, I think <laughs> she said she'll pass. I think um, Mimi is on here also asking where you, where you send this information because you're often saying to Danny and I that you're sending that you've sent us some information. So you might have a list of people who want to get that same information from you. I don't know if that's something you're open to okay, or not. They can, they, they can look it up. You can Google. <laughs> No, stop laughing, you said it. Why don't you just drop the links in the thread on YouTube and let them go? Because what happens is, more many YouTube pages they don't allow you to post links. Oh, oh, okay. I didn't know that. Okay, they automatically will delete your comment. But if people are interested, look up James Cone. He was the twenty. Uh, 
a, a, a theologian of the 20th century, and he was, some, he was the father of liber, black liberation theology. Okay. We got to go. Thank you so much, Quinn. I appreciate you, you okay? Bye. Ooh, this conversation is a heated one tonight. Mm-hmm. Well, and by the way, in the chat, whoo. Yeah, I'm watching that thing woo. scroll. Y'all going at it. By the way, Kwamel, I'm with you. He's dropping some nuggets in there. Yeah, Kwamel is jo- dropping some nuggets. And Mimi says she does not want to call after listening to Fahima because she says she is officially intimidated. Mimi, do not be intimidated by anyone. And, you know, Fahima is always dropping receipts and knowledge and all that stuff. But we love it when you call Mimi. And, and every time you do, it's valuable as well. Absolutely. Yeah. When we come forward, Amraj enters the chat. Danny Mo Show, KBLA State. From Bakersfield to Los Angeles. By George and Wheezy, Danny Morrison is moving on up at KBLA Talk 1580. Real talk, real time, the gospel truth. You're listening to the Danny Morrison Show on KBLA Talk 1580. One of the most fiery shows we've ever had tonight. But, yes, it is. By the way, Deidre says, uh, Deidre Mitchell Miller says, God made us all gay or straight. Be careful not to judge by thought, word, or deed. We are all sinners. Uh I agree with this. Well, I think we've been very honest about that tonight. I, yeah. I don't like pointing the finger at anybody. I don't like calling anybody out for their sin. I always say, I'm going to love you mm-hmm. regardless. You know, mm-hmm. I told you guys, I, I visit prisons, man. I tour prisons. And them cats in there, you could you could say that this is the worst of us. Mm-hmm. These guys have killed and maimed and raped and the whole yeah. nine. Yeah. And I go, I just go in there and love them. Man. Yeah, definitely. Because every single one of them cats in there got a story. Yep. You know? Yep. Do we have to bring him in here? Because I think this is a gloating night for Imraj. Do we have to? <laughs> Do we have to? Imraj, give me your height, your color, and your hood, Imraj. Hey, 510. Hey, you get off my mountain, Black. That's what I'm talking Gardena, about. California. Gardena, check it in. Drop that. Come on. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Man, I bet you loving this show tonight, ain't you? Oh, man, man. Listen, I'm finna. Feeling- so facts, I'm not going innuendos or, you know, what can we say? You know, what what should have been, what could have been, whatever. First of all, the question you asked was, are you a, am I a black Christian or am I a Christian who's black? I'm a Christian who's black because I put Christ first in front of everything, in front of family, in front of country, in front of color, in front of the whole nine yards. Mm. So that's where I'm coming from right off the bat, Okay, just to let you know that. Mm. Okay. Secondly... Um, Can I be a black progressive and a Christian at the same time? I don't think you can, because Jesus has already told you what he expects out of you. He has saved you. He has chosen you. You didn't choose Christ. Christ chose you. Mm. And so since Christ chose you, you have an obligation, uh, really a duty, to obey what he said. If you love him, you will go and tell people about him. You don't judge them on whether they're gay or whether, you know, they don't rob the bank or what what have you. You know what I'm saying? They have to answer for those things themselves. But you, like you say, you go and you love them and you speak to them. That's one thing, now, though. Do, not, now, that's now, Christianity, do you, do you though. Go and back up their, yeah, do you go and back up their, 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 their way of life? Of course not. Absolutely not. That's something they got to do on their own. But you love them as a person. Like I told you, uh, 
I would help them, give them, like you said, give them food, give them shelter, give them a ride, you know, a bus ticket out of town, whatever they want to do. But, have a, you know, like I said, what they're doing is a sin. It's sinning. The wages of sin is death. And that's all sin. So you're saying that as a Christian, as a black yes, Christian, sir. I could yes, never sir. be a part of the engine that may pass even legislation that gives further rights to the LGBTQ population. You can't. We have free will, Danny. We, we can do whatever I know you I like can do, do it. Wait, wait, I'm saying in the, eyes of the, uh, in the eyes of Christ, can I do that? Okay. Well, Christ is about love and forgiveness. This is true. If you accept him. Now, if you can't say that if you don't accept him, if you don't follow his ways, because you know what I'm saying? You, you know, you're trying, to, you're trying to get away. You're trying to play both sides of the fence, and you can't do that. You know, you think that as a homeless, you, that behavior, uh, like you said, you're not going to keep condoning. Even though he's not a Christian, what he said was correct. You cannot keep doing that. And expect to, you know, Christ to forgive you. He's going to forgive you, forgive you, forgive you. And then when you die, you'll be caught in your sins. And the Lord will be like, hey, you know, the only thing stopping you from going to hell, because Satan is going to be there like a prosecuting attorney, throwing everything you've ever done right at you. If you do not have Christ, those things are going to stick. God the Father, who will be judging everything, will be like, hey, uh, you know, I know these things are true. You don't have any you don't have any excuses for it. So into the lake of fire with eternal punishment you go. But if you have Christ, Christ w- washes away all that sin. Robin, Christ on. stops all of that. I I'm I, I, I am so well, whatever Satan throws at you Christ stops all of that. Let us interject here. I okay, go am... ahead. Thank you. <laughs> go ahead. I, go. Yep. It's all show. It's... It, this is Shut happening. your mouth, Um The conversation is, it's almost a bit much. Like, And I feel like, I, j- I just said this, I almost feel unqualified to be having this conversation just because there are all these rules and regulations and, mm-hmm. you know, who's sinning and who's going to the to the pit of hell. And mm-hmm. I mean, it's, it's, it's confusing and it does not feel like God. It does not Correct. feel like God. When I think of God, I think of pure love and mm-hmm. I think of non-judgment i feel like i feel safe when i think of god and i think that god is the one who provides that safety i can't see these conversations of like us being human beings judging other people not getting behind other people because of their lifestyle whatever they choose i just can't see us condemning that and and because right. con- that that condem- condemnation feels like a place that is not God, and so that's why it's, it's it's frustrating having these conversations and listening to these narratives. Because I hear you, I hear what the Bible says, I get that, and there are so many people who are going to stick to that and believe it. Then you have mm-hmm. people who, who are like me, who are like, what about just the, us out here who love God? What about the people out here who say, yes, I want to follow Jesus? But there are so many different things in the Bible that we've all evolved from. Like there, there, You cannot deny it. The, the Bible, as much as it doesn't change, there has been so much evolution that has come from it. So I don't know. That is true. It's, just, it's, it's a that tricky, is true. It's a tricky I, I, conversation. I, I, like, 
Mm-hmm. I'll put it like this. Maybe we can have a better understanding of it. God flooded the earth once and wiped everyone out, right? And so Noah and, and his three sons and, and their wives were, had to repopulate the earth again. So it got to a point to where we were so sinful and so bad that we were like dirty, filthy rags to the Lord. He was going to destroy us again. Even if he promised, I won't destroy you by flood, I will never destroy you by flood, which is why he made the rainbow, which they sacrilegiously took. But let's not talk about that. You know, they, he what? says, I'm going to, I will destroy you. Noah and his wife and three sons you. repopulated the earth? So the sons had sex with the wife? Is yes, that what happened? Yes, Yes, sir. Okay. Yes, sir. Then they're in hell because that isn't that incest. I'm just. Is it just me? Now, now, when you have to repopulate, and then he had every every animal on that. He had every animal on that ark. There's like ten different breed of mosquito on this earth. Okay. (laughs) Everything is possible with God, my friend. But my point is, my point is, we needed Christ to come and shed His blood. He's the living word of God. Okay, hold that thought. Without that, okay. Hold that thought till tomorrow. We will continue this discussion tomorrow. Because we have have to. I appreciate you. Have a good night, Enron, right? Wow. (sighs) We will revamp it tomorrow. I mean, we got a series. uh, Because no one is giving me a real answer. I've been waiting all night. Fahima got close. No one's giving me a real answer. Mm. Can a black progressive be a Christian at the same time? We'll talk about it tomorrow. Good luck. God bless. Go. Keep it on KBLA Talk 1580. We got a lot to talk about. Be good.